Welcome to another edition of Banter and Babble. I'm the dude 79 and joining me always, my esteemed colleague and renowned piece of shit, Mr. Fanboy Tone. Mr. Fanboy Tone, mm-hmm. what's going on, dude? Nada. Nada? Nada. Nada. Just another day. Just another fucking we day. We woke up this morning. We did not win the Mega Millions. We no. had to go to work. Yes. Did you see nobody won that? It's like 1.0 something billion. 1.02 billion dollars. When's Banter and Babble Studios happening? As soon as we win Friday night, bro. Okay. okay. Friday night it's on. Okay. Mm-hmm. It, my birthday I didn't win. My wife's birthday I didn't win. I think Friday night is just what the fuck ever Friday. Or I guess it's Xenoblades Chronicles 3 comes out, so I guess yay. Are you a Xenoblades guy? I know you're JRPGs, but you're not much of a Xenoblades guy, are you? Yeah, I uh, dabbled in one of the ones on Wii U. Um, I liked it. Xenoblades 1, I think, probably? I don't know. X, I think, or something like that. Maybe it wasn't. I don't know. I'm trying to remember now, but I don't really dive into those ones, no. They're they're a little bit more action-y RPG, so. Mm-hmm. They're more real-time, aren't they? I, don't think, I think so, but I could be wrong on that since I don't, I don't fucking play them. But right. I know people like them. It's got like a following, so kudos. More RPGs in the world are always better than not. I know it's reviewing very well. It's reviewing very really? well, and that drops, yeah, that drops on Friday. Um, Excellent. I have never really ever sat down and just played through one, but I believe I was reading some people saying it takes about 150 hours to get through this one. Sign me up then. That's <laughs> Fuck, that's yeah. that's right up your alley, huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. That means for me, it'd probably equate to like two, two twenty. But hours. I mean, seriously, man, what would you do with what? I mean, even if you get, I think if you win 1.02 billion dollars, I think if you do the lump sum, it's like five million you're taking home, or like 490 million, or some stupid shit, right? What would you do? What would be the first thing? First thing would, I first do? First thing you would do. Oh, I'd holler at Sushi Inn and say, give me a sushi boat ready. I'm celebrating. Oh, wow. You go to Sushi Inn. That's your that's first call. That's my first meal, Sushi Inn, yeah. Oh. But, a, but a sushi boat, like a $150 sushi boat. Oh, you're going, you're doing that. Like, you yeah, the big, the big old yeah, fucking, yeah. yeah, yeah I yeah. want the fucking Titanic of sushi coming out of me. Uh, cheers, Jay iceberg. Hill. We're yeah. talking about what we would do if we won the lotto on Friday night. $1.02 That's billion. first thing. That's just the first thing. Speaking of lottery, guy waiting at the counter in the background has the way for lottery ticket. Yeah, he's always he's he's all he he's he's kind of a Karen. He's always giving people shit. Uh, first thing I do is take a nap. Best, Best sleep of my, my life. Yeah. <laughs> right on. Okay, that would be a really good sleep. I respect uh, that. But seriously, man, one point zero two one point zero two billion. I mean, I would <sighs> if I w- obviously it'd be like eleven o'clock. I'd find out I won. Um, I'd get on the horn with my brother. Probably be like, hey, man, I'm gonna need a lawyer. Uh, we yeah, I'd fig- get on the phone with the read right away. Yep, all right, yep. man. So like, I would do you know, that. we got to figure some stuff out. But you know what I would do, dude? I would, I would go to work the next day. I would go to work. I would log in, but they're going to notice my production is at zero mm-hmm. all day long. Mm-hmm. I'm going to wait until they're like, "Hey, man, we notice you aren't doing shit." And I'm mm-hmm. like, "Oh, yeah, I know." And they'll be like, well, I mean, we're going to need you to start doing work. I'll be like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, no problem, I got it. And then I just wouldn't do anything. I'd just keep collecting benefits until after like a week, they're like, look, this, da- this guy ain't doing shit. Right, right. He's not doing shit. We're going to have to suspend him pending termination. And then I would just keep riding it out until they were like, finally, like, God, you know what? You're fucking done. You're out of here. You're fired. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't just flat out quit. I would, I would probably, actually, you know, I might even do the bare minimum and see whatever surgeries I can get through my health insurance. Get that done first, and then be like, fuck you, I'm out of here. See, I always said, and people always find this funny when I say this, I would always you would, go get a small job. Like, I would get a... just Like GameStop. You would work at GameStop? I would never work for that shithole place ever again. <laughs> 
but I'd go to I'd go to I'd go Stephen Brandy and say, hey, you got you need somebody to work a few hours here and there. I'll work for fucking minimum. Oh damn! You know, just well because honestly, taxes are going to be a bitch, right? Right, right. But if you're still working and still like paying taxes, they're not going to be that much of a bitch. Mm-hmm. You work for 10, 15 hours a week, maybe twenty. Fuck right. it. You know, because you're gonna have all the other time anyways. Mm-hmm. Maybe it'd be like six hours a week. But either way, you know what I mean. Like I, I listen. Some of the best days of my life, and you know, when I look back, was before I was in management. I was sixteen year old young buck, and I'm working the fucking the fucking uh, burger line at McDonald's, dude. And the <laughs> people I met, some people I've still known to this to this day. You know, mm-hmm. some of the experiences. So, and what were we? Sixteen years old, driving around out in the fucking. You know, country boonies, smoking, smoking jays and uh, drinking beers at 16 years old, having a party. <laughs> Fuck it, you know. Hey, Tricky says, "Hey, fellas, uh, I'm gonna wa- rewatch tomorrow. Going to bed. He's got, he's got the, the, the old. He's got the. He's vid. battling. He's yeah. battling. Sorry, Tricky. buddy. Feel better. Hey, man, get some rest, bro. I know you're feeling like shit. We love you. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we know you'd wa- we'd love to have you here, but hey, man, get your get your beauty sleep, man. I know he got he, he got knocked on his ass with yeah. this one, man. He's uh." He feels like shit, so hopefully he's uh, feeling better. Uh, Jay Hill says, see, I couldn't do that at my job. I would work for a month more probably to teach my stuff to the next person. <laughs> teach my stuff to the next person. That's You're just, well, Jay Hill, you're just a, you're just a better person than I am. If, if my and my company was like, hey, you know, we know you're probably leaving. Can you train somebody on your job? I'd be like, fuck no. I'm not right. doing any of that shit. Right. I'm not going to teach. No, I'm not teaching them shit. Cuddles is funding a new Nick Cage movie of $50. What's that? Cuddle says he would fund a new Nick Cage movie with fifty dollars. Hey, dude, I, I would back Willie's uh, Willie's Wonderland too. Oh shit, I'd be all over that. Yeah, shit. Yeah, that much money? Fuck uh, yeah, fuck I mean, shit. Yeah. I mean, that's. And then you find, then you, what you do is, then you like your your good circle of friends, like you know your close circle, the people you do a lot of things with. You know that's residual. You share in that wealth, you mm-hmm. share in that fun times. You know what do you need? You need car, house paid off. You do things like that. Mm-hmm. Right? You do the right things, your family, and your friends, and then you sit back and okay, what what's the plan going to be? What do I want to invest in? What do I want? What do I need to do? You, know, you do. You, you got to have a plan. You do it a little bit differently. I would do the same thing. Uh, close family, like immediate family, mm-hmm. select friends, uh, probably some coworkers. Get them out of there. Yeah. Like, hey man, here's a little bit. You know, like you said, pay off a house or yeah. some shit like that. Uh, but then I'm I'm gonna be off the grid. Like you'll maybe you when we do a show but no, I, i'm not talk i'm fucking disappearing i'm gonna create a compound with i like am fu- dude i will Jurassic be park doors yeah dude facebook done yeah. instagram done all i mean i would be fucking gone mm-hmm. gone and i'd be like i'm out of here dude no i, I mean i would fly back in to do a, a banter and babble every wednesday night we do it at your place you have yeah. the, new, the new setup everything's good to go we do it at your house and then i would fly the fuck out of here and be like come out deuces see you yeah. guys in, in your private jet uh that's on your business you won't know what it is could be a private helicopter could be oh, a private train helicopter could be a private carriage i mean who knows a horse a couple of clydesdales pulling me around you won't fucking know nobody's gonna know i'm going off the grid dude i will fucking disappear uh, y'all better save Comic-Con talk for later. I'm out drinking with some old friends. Crash? Absolutely not. We're actually going to lead with it now that you mention that. Uh, Jay Hill says, I'd rent or buy an island and pay for friends and family vacation or something. Jay Hill's nicer than I am. Nope. I would just buy, pay off a house. Uh, probably give, like, immediate family, like, a good chunk of change for, like, kids go to college. And, yeah, I'm out. Oh, whatever. If, you, if y'all want to go on a trip to an island somewhere, have a great time. I'm out. I'm fucking... Christmas, Thanksgiving, maybe a birthday, uh, but yeah, dude, I'm I'm off I'm off the radar. You'll never see me alive ever again, ever. Nope, I'm good. A private wheelbarrow. <laughs> 
That'd be kind of cool. I'd have you push me around. I'd pay you to push me around. There you go. I think that'd be pretty sweet. Or like pull you around like some of those carts. I'd give you all money to be honest. I don't need much. Uh, but hey, that's that's very kind. Cool. Let me borrow twenty bucks. <laughs> yeah, just buy me a beer, will you? Yeah. yeah. You know, just uh, check out my Patreon. Just <laughs> yeah, just go to our Patreon. All fun to think about, but we all know some trailer park person is going to win it and then lose it all in a couple of years. Man, if somebody lost four hundred and ninety million dollars in a couple of years, uh, man, that'd be, I would want to invest. I'd I'd go to my wife. That'd be like, all right, look, you, always got to invest. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Probably Born move hub. out. Of, I'd probably move out of country. Actually, what's that? Probably move out of country. You'd move out of country. Mm, probably. Where would you go? Like island, or are you talking like Europe, or like or Iceland, or I mean Italy? What are you doing? Where are you going? Probably going to build a Death Star and move on to that and just kind of hang out on that. That's are you going to target Earth once it's fully, uh, fully operational? Yeah, sure. It's cool, man. I'll be on, I'll be on another planet then. I'm not going to be here for that. Uh, yeah. you, will, you have never seen those shows. They have shows about lottery winners and how they blew it all. No, I just hear about um, NBA players. Uh, I think of uh, who, who's the guy for the Celtics? Walker. The Antoine Walker. I think he blew all his money. Maybe I think he went broke. What uh, happened? What about uh 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 Charles uh from fucking was it Michigan or State? No, uh, Lions. Charles uh, Rogers. Yeah. Well, he's dead. So. No, not him. No, no, stop. <laughs> oh, that's rude. Maybe it was. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. Anyway. I buy the rights to Doctor Strange. Come on, Cuddles. Tone will move to Mexico and get taken by the cartel. Tone will become the cartel. Mm-hmm. Four hundred ninety million dollars. Tone will become the. cartel. I have no problem becoming like some form of like. Cartel I'd buy Disney, something. not for $490 million, he went. Uh, yeah, he tried to gamble as much as Michael Jordan. He didn't have Jordan money. Uh, womp, womp. No one's, no one's going to have Jordan money. I mean, Miles Bridges ain't going to have Jordan money. <laughs> Man, what a, what a clusterfuck that is. Huh? No shit. Whoopsie daisy. So, if you haven't, make sure to play a lotto this weekend and give me some money. Yeah, yeah. Win if you win, money. you know, just remember, Banter and Babble Patreon. You can support the show through Patreon. Or just, you know, underneath the door in an uh, unmarked envelope. Let me get back to, you know, slapping down some double quarters on a wrapper and throwing down the line. Whatever. Just, yeah, if you win, hook us up. If we win, I'll try to remember to say hey, I'm on my way out. No idea. <laughs> what have you been up to, man? What else is new? Uh, nothing. <laughs> um, well, I take that back. <laughs> I do take that back, you sick piece of shit. <laughs> wow. Wow, the lack of respect is what hurts the most. That's the, the, well, that's the other, other thing. thing. That's, yeah, the, yeah. that's the second. The first thing hurt the most. Way out of line. Way out <laughs> of line. Way out of line. Uh, so Saturday, uh, I originally was going to go see Rohit wrestle, and then at 4.30, 4 o'clock, while well, I still had my hangover, and I was, by the way, I forgot to tell this, when I got into the vehicle to leave at like 4.30, Four thirty, quarter five. Bunch of cans of beer. I had no. I had the sweats. Jitty <laughs> <laughs> so, sweat going. No, I was no. just like I was like completely fucking just drenched. Um, I called Cap and I said, "Yo, the things we need for my Kia are in. I've been waiting on these things for six months." Oh, and the, he's yeah, it, yeah, yeah. and he happened to be in Saginaw. He's like, "What do you think? You want to go pull the trigger?" I'm like, "Man, it says they're in stock, which means they got at least six. I've, I've been doing a lot of research and talking to the customer service there. Because what were you looking for? These Detolfs." Four-sided glass cabinets. Yes. I want six of them to eight. Very fancy. But they they jacked them up in price twenty bucks. Now they're hundred bucks. Anyways, I've had it in my savings, waiting for this day. Waiting for this day. I did not expect it to be a weekend because it's a weekend. Mm-hmm. So about quarter to seven, we get down to IKEA in Detroit and get in there. And sure shit, they got like fucking twelve or fifteen of them, and we Whoa. took about half the stack. So wow. Okay, and those guys set up real fast. Look like. Well, yeah. 
because the next day Cappadocian lost power at his house, so he's like he was gonna come over anyways and kind of like maybe work on one or something like that. So he just came over and you know he does most of the work and I just kind of like watch and hold just watch stuff. And learn. He he's a hands on motherfucker. Like I don't mind. Like hey, you're gonna help me out. Don't go ahead. No, Toe dude. loves it when all of his Ta- friends are hands on. Takes yeah Fucking for sure pervert. for sure for sure. What up, house? And then uh. Uh, so we got all four put together, and then uh, that night I was just taking the stickers off and Windex them and getting them clean, and then the largest thing that I have doesn't fit in there, of course. However, the nice thing is you go to Etsy; they've got people out there that've known this. They, you know, tall things, whatever. Mm-hmm. You, I bought like uh, twenty-four of these brackets, and you just mm. rescrew them on in there, and you can change the height of these four racks. You can even buy more racks if you need to, which is eventually what I'll need to do. But once they are here next week, I'm going to start, uh, you know. Putting everything in there, so it's all coming together, man. Finally, after months of bullshit and contractors and, and all that, years. all that shit, terrible. Anhouse beats in the house. Yes. Make sure you check out Anhouse's music, whether it's on Spotify, iTunes, wherever. Check out his beats; they're pretty fucking good. And you had a birthday last weekend. I did. Yeah, so happy birthday to you. Yeah, I did. I had a and birthday. You're really sneaky about that bullshit. I was I too. dude, I almost I you're almost real sneaky um, about that shit. I almost got through, man. I almost I almost made it to the other side without anyone knowing saying a thing. Yeah, well, it's I turned it off on, on I turned it off on Facebook. I, it's noticed. Yep. I turned it off on Facebook and I was like, "Nah, man, I'm not going to no one's going to know." Well, somebody started knowing. Somebody caught on and yeah, and then a couple texts came in and I was like, "God damn it." Did not want people to know. Why? Uh, I'm a cancer, you know, it's not a Leo. Cancer, baby. No. Cancer. What are you? Stupid. <laughs> Dude, tweeted it out. I did tweet it out, but it was very cryptic. Because everyone was like, oh, he likes RPGs. So cryptic. Look at my attention. Man, man, man. Get the fuck out of here. I was very, shit. very subtle about it. Yeah, and, right. And like like three people said, thank, uh, said uh, happy birthday. Then all, of a, yeah, then all of a sudden it just started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was like, this is really fucking because honestly, like, I don't remember that shit like that. Like, I, that's why I got Facebook. That's why I got a calendar. I turn all this shit off. Yeah, well, oh, it's, calendar doesn't have my birthday. In it, oh, it so. certainly does now. Oh, it does it? It is. Oh, it's. Yeah. Let me you. see your phone real quick. Get the fuck out of here. Hey, grow up. Uh, Let's see. What else? What else? What else did we do this weekend? Uh, We went and saw Nope. We'll talk mm-hmm. about that here in a little bit. Um. Oh, I uh, I made it. I made ribs again. You did. I did uh, ribs at guys weekend, and it was I didn't have all of my stuff, all the accoutrement that I need mm-hmm. to make ribs, and so I tried it again this weekend. Had my in laws over, and they had some ribs. We had some coleslaw, some corn. I mean, it was a very uh, mac and cheese. We had a lot of good stuff. Caught a lot of barbecue everywhere, so it was very tasty. Yeah. Uh, I'm very happy with how they turned out. Uh, there's a couple things I would do a little bit differently, but that was only my second time doing ribs, so I'm just slowly trying to get acclimated with. Them. What is your sauce? Like, what's your barbecue sauce? If you, like, when I go to the store, I know oh. exactly what I'm getting. I got one sauce. It's one sauce. One sauce all the time. That's all I really want. I'll, I enjoy other barbecue sauces. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But there's there's one in particular that I go for. What is yours? Uh, I well, I started out when I was doing the, the, the pulled pork. I went with the stubs. Uh, I'm, uh, I really like stubs. Good choice. I like stubs Good a lot. Good choice. Stubs, um, yep. You know, mm-hmm. and then, of course, I, I talked to Freezy, and he is a renowned uh, ribs guy, he uses open pit, uh, which I was really surprised by. But it, it yeah, because really that's good. like the fucking bottom barrel of barbecue sauce. <laughs> I don't sauces. know about that, but mm. um, and then uh, somebody mentioned Sweet Baby Ray's. I do like that. Um, I grabbed actually for this set of ribs, I used um Sweet Baby Ray's uh hun- sweet honey sauce or that's a good one. I they, like their Chipotle personally. Is my favorite. I see, I do like their Chipotle one. That's I thought about getting that, but I hadn't tried the honey one before. I was like, oh, it's good. I can try that. Not bad. So it was good. It was decent. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. what is your barbecue sauce? Tone? Mine is Famous Dave's Devil Spit. Wow, that is the most generic. 
generic shit you could That is pick. not generic. It's, generic it's, is dude, Blue Label dude, Open Pit. It's mid as fuck. You can There's find no that at Spartan stores. It. It's been sitting there since 20 fucking Hey, man, you know what? You know oh, who makes two. ribs freeze? You know who doesn't? You. I'll, yeah, take, I I'll make, take his word on it. I make it, so. way awesome ribs. <laughs> yeah, I know. You boil them and then throw them on the grill for two minutes. And then put them in the oven. Uh, the microwave for the last yeah. five. Uh, yeah, Devil's Spit is my favorite go-to. It's peppery. It it's spicy. Mm-hmm. Uh, years ago when I lived over in Noah Court, we would do uh, pork steaks when they were like $1.50 a pound. So I'd buy like, a ton of pork steaks mm. and just like let them marinate in that and then throw them on the grill and then more more devil Spit. Fuck, you'd be eating pork steaks I do night. have a Famous Dave's rub. I do have uh, the rub for, for, for the ribs. Sure you do. I, do. <laughs> I used that one, and then I had um, for two sets of ribs, and then the other rack I used mm-hmm. um, more of, um, was it the Barbecue Sweet Heat uh, rub. I like a good rub, though, man. Rub, a little too. rub and tug. Good, good rub's good. Uh, Sweet Baby Ray's has been my – I mean, I do like Sweet Baby Ray's, man. It's it's really hard not I feel to like, like Sweet Baby Ray's. Because like, as a kid, I know we use a lot of open pit. I feel like – when Sweet Baby Ray's got big, like in the early 2000s, I feel like it just like nice it all over. It just blew up and everybody knew about it. Because I felt like for a while, like people didn't know about that. Because mm-hmm. I feel like things like Open Pit were kind of the go-to. Like the Mesquite Open Pit mm-hmm. was always my favorite growing mm-hmm. up. That Black Label one, I think. Mm-hmm. That was a good mm-hmm. one. But See, Freezy does Open Pit, but he also uh, puts his own together. He's he probably doctors and stuff, too. He makes his own barbecue sauce on spot. And, and the guy, just he just has a knack for finding those right He handles flavors. meat better than anybody in the area. He handles, he handles meat better than anybody. Mm-hmm. He is the best meat handler i've ever met mm-hmm. uh, i just want Mar- mcdonald's barbecue in a bottle mcdonald's barbecue let's look at the, let's look at some barbecue sauces real quick okay i do like mcdonald's barbecue i feel like arby's barbecue is wholly underrated um they have like a very smoky barbecue do they yeah, yes maybe uh, arby's has a very good barbecue i'm actually kind of a fan of theirs um i also think bar- uh, burger king is a little underrated I like burger you? king's barbecue what's your what's your out, out of the fast food joints you go to mcdonald's all the way i don't get barbecue i got hot mustard Oh, that's right. You're a hot mustard guy. I don't do barbecue. Never? No. Wow. Absolutely not. None of my nuggets. I don't like I like barbecue. I just I want barbecue like on select ribs. I want them on select things. I want them on like like meats like that. Yeah. McRibs. Because you're a big McRib guy, right? I do like their actually Don't they use a different barbecue yeah, sauce? Yeah, they do actually. I actually like the McRib barbecue sauce better than their normal barbecue sauce. I think they're I think McDonald's is low tier barbecue, but I know some people really like it. Actually they might they might have changed it over the years, but um, I don't really know. I, I don't, like I said, I don't fuck with it. I only, it's hot mustard or, and if they don't put the hot mustard in there, I'm going up there and I'm running my car through the playground. <laughs> You're going to go carry play on place. Oh, I fucking freak Jeez. out. I like their sweet and sour sauce too. I, I actually do good. like their sweet and sour sauce. It's a weird coloring. I actually think that, uh, Wendy's has got a good sweet and sour sauce too. But the trick is, yeah. and this is what Forge Hammer taught me years ago. You, when you get the McDonald's nuggets, you get the hot mustard and the sweet and sour and you dunk each side on each side and then boop. Ooh. Yeah, really good. Oh. The sweet and sour and the hot mustard. Compliment. Jay Hill says, barbecue is only for ribs and brisket for me. That's kind of how I feel most of the time, dude. Uh, unless it's like a... Uh, like a pulled pork. Like a burger. If it's like a, a burger with like, like like bacon and if they have... Because like, sometimes I'll I mean, like if a it's barbecue. your stick, yeah, I yeah, get if it. It's a bar- I get I'll, it. I'll eat the shit out of that. But, yeah. you know, but like for myself, like chicken tenders, I, I like going with barbecue. Uh, really? Yeah, no. Man, just, you just uh, hot mustard or nothing, right? Hot mustard or something else, but I ain't touching barbecue on my chickens normally. I mean, I like barbecue chicken, but again, that's a whole different like... Entity that you're, you're talking about dipping, into. right? Yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah, oh, no, no, okay. doesn't even sound appealing. Uh, pulled pork, too, yeah, barbecue on pulled pork is is really, really tasty. If, unless the pulled pork is really got a lot of flavor, you and might you don't not really even, need it, yeah, you might not even need the sauce. That's I'm the same way with ribs, dude. Like, sometimes if somebody yeah. smokes oh, yeah. it right and they have a good rub oh, on yeah. it, you don't need a bunch of barbecue you lathered all over. Sometimes that you don't, it's true, absolutely not. Hang I agree on. with that. I agree with that. All right, well, 
Welcome to the barbecue chat, everybody. Uh, uh, as always, the official, unofficial, official beer of uh, Banter and Babble, the uh, Pigeon Hill Oatmeal Cream Pie. And dude, I don't know what it is, man. After a long, hard day, a cream pie is just... It's probably from laying on your back for so many years. Anyways, so <laughs> I'm starting now. Uh, when we when we talk about the show, I'm gonna start tagging uh, Pigeon Hill and see if we can get no, some. You of, should. So I'm doing. Right Just now. make sure you spell cream pie right, because they they keep spelling it wrong. I don't understand why they spell it C R E M E. That's weird. While we're on it, you know what food is good. Cheez-Its Cheez- are incredible. Cheez-Its are really good. Now. Do you like the regular cheeses or do you like no. the extra? I like the the, to- I, the toasted one, extra I, toasted I just, ones. I, all I re- like, a lot of the flavors are good. I just want hot and spicy. Oh, hot and spicy, man. Okay. Yeah, have you had the extra toasted? Yeah, they're awesome. Yes, they're all awesome. Even the basic cheese it is a high tier snack product. No, no, no. Period. Uh-huh. Even the the sometimes controversial white cheddar. Um, have you tried their snaps? Have yes. you tried those? Are awesome. Are really they're good. very light. Uh-huh. Have you tried the uh, the other ones like the the. They got the grids the on grids them or whatever. On. Dude, no. those are fucking dope, too. Brittany says white cheddar all the way. Eh, pretty basic, but Like, cool. white cheddar, I think it's it's good. It's it's not horrible, it's, but it's not No, great. I like it. It's not It's not, It's not. not the but, It's not the, the extra of toasted But ones. when there's hot and spicy out there, I mean, uh, hot and spicy is really fucking They used to do it with Tabasco. They don't do Tabasco anymore. I, dude, I do remember the, the Tabasco mm-hmm. ones. Those were actually pretty good. Now, mm-hmm. if you had to go with, like, which, <laughs> Jesus, if you could take. Don't what? dare. <laughs> Bye, guys, you fucking losers. Um, if you had to choose between the two great collaborations of our time, right. Cheez-It Tabasco or Goldfish Old Bay, oh, which one? Goldfish Old Bay. Goldfish Old Bay? Yeah, it's just, it was, there's nothing been like that collaboration. They, like, liter- they literally did that for a month, and then yeah, they pulled yeah, them. Yeah, 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 I know, definitely. I really hope they're reconsidering that because the fucking Old Bay Goldfish were incredible. Have you ever had the the, the baby Swiss Cheez-Its that you can get in like the little packs? Yes, that, like, the yes those are good. Fuck. Those are actually really good. White cheddar is about as basic as sweet baby rays. Like it is good, but there is better. Well, see, and that to me, like that's just like normal sweet baby rays. Like when you start exploring their flavors, it kind of gets out of that zone. But I think that's fair. I feel like you know, sauce is now like sweet baby rays is very like everybody knows about it. Where I feel years ago, like Stubbs to me is not something that not a lot of people realize. Stubbs is, is fucking good. Stubbs is good, you know. But like I said, I'm I'm uh, I'm a slave to that uh, uh, that devil spit man. I can't. <laughs> I bend the knee all day. I don't care. Damn, Brittany already going after cuddles. Already going after cuddles. <laughs> Get him, Brittany. Wow. Get him. Wow. Sometimes, I mean, yeah. man. Sometimes uh, somebody will hop in here and take cuddles to the to the woodshed, and they'll beat the shit out of them, and mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. Get him. Get him, Brittany. All right, Tone. We don't have a whole lot of topics to talk about tonight, uh, but we're gonna start off with uh, a movie. That we went and saw on, we were going to go see it Sunday, and then I realized yeah. I had to wait in line. Brittany, if you want to be basic, <laughs> I'm happy for you. Oh, man. That's, that's, see, watch. Keep an eye on that chat. That's going uh, mm-hmm. to get spicy. But, Tom, let's talk about our movie review of the week. Yes. Uh, Jordan Peele's Nope. Nope. A movie that we were really, really excited about when mm-hmm. we saw the trailer for mm-hmm. it. When I dropped through, and I think it was during the Super Bowl, I was like, oh, shit, this is going to be sweet. Jordan Peele's coming back. It's uh, clearly going to be something about UFOs, things in the sky. Let's go. I- I'm, I- I'm on board for that. Uh, Tone, I'm going to let you take the lead on this. 
just because I feel like you have a little bit more perspective on it than I, than I was able to glean from the mm. movie itself. But let's just talk about what's going to be a spoiler-free re- f- spoiler review. We're not going to get into much of the plot. But there's uh, some things that I that you saw in the movie that might be a little mm-hmm. bit deeper mm-hmm. than what I what I could glean from it. Yeah, um, I really, really enjoyed it. Uh, there's a few people I've talked to that I personally know that didn't like it or didn't get it and said it kind of went over their head, which I can kind of understand that. I feel like... Uh, there's a, the thing about Peel movies you have to remember is that at face value, you're not getting the whole story. You kind of have to dig. And sometimes at first, things might not make sense. And yet here I am two or three days later, and I'm still thinking about it and going, oh, okay. I'm kind of connecting some dots here. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, as somebody who doesn't like horror films going into it, I was like, well, I didn't know what to expect. I expected horror of some sense. And there certainly was some great elements. There oh, yeah. was some very, very, very environmentally creepy things going on a few times too that was very unsettling even for me uh, um matter of fact when the first one really started happening we were both like is this really happening like <laughs> is this going on like and you know whatever but uh i think the the the, the thing that i really liked about the movie outside the fact that it, it it's it's definitely got this kind of uh new new like a new version of a western mm-hmm. um a, a cosmic kind of horror-esque or you know alien-esque or whatever you want to say you know what whatever works best for everybody i suppose but uh there's a lot of things that uh to me just really resonated and i felt like and i could be wrong in this but i think this movie there's 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 a lot of things that are kind of meant to be interpretation mm-hmm. certainly oh, i think they're, they, they leave that kind of in the end a little bit and you'll i know you'll kind of touch on that but um it really kind of zeroes in on how humans and people are and interact with the things around uh, around them, or maybe how we don't do a very good job of having any foresight. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we just were kind of pieces of shit, whether it's greed, whether it's, you know, whatever it is. Uh, and I think that, again, with a lot of his films, there's a lot of things that he's he compacts in together mm-hmm. as well, too. Now, um, of course, the acting in it for me, like, I was really entertained by it. I know that you, you make a good point a little bit as well, too. Um, I really liked how that ended up because I liked how some of our, our main character was because I felt like to me, like, even though, yes, you've got him, it was kind of more impactful for the story. Mm-hmm. Um, and mind you, we're speaking of uh, Daniel Kaluuya. Kaluuya, who's uh, an incredible fucking actor. Really, really good actor. In really. fact, the cast here is actually really talented from yeah, top to bottom. very, very entertaining cast, yeah. actually. Like uh, his sister, I don't know what she's Kiki from. Palmer. She, I thought she, I mean, she definitely stole a lot of She scenes. brought a lot of energy. Um, she, yeah, she, and which was good because, and that makes sense because you've got, you know. They complimented what he was right, you know, asked right, to do right. with his role. Right, um, I, I felt Keith David's role was a little, unfortunately, Lost. Yeah, man, Keith David's there. More, Obviously, an iconic more, actor. Bit, I wanted more of him, but um, no. At the end of the day, uh, there was a lot of wonder and a lot of imagination and a lot of uh, fantastical is a good word for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, he pulls. You can tell he takes his inspiration from the things that he really does live. I know that somebody made a comment about you're the greatest horror film or whatever director currently and he's like whoa 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 john carpenter's out there don't don't throw me out there like that <laughs> which is very respectful of, of 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 thinking like that as well too uh but he's definitely i still think finding his niche in his role if you're looking for like the other two movies you're not going to find them here think more of this as like kind of a mix of a lot of his movies i think mm-hmm. um including uh, honestly very honestly lovecraft country it's a mix of a lot of you know, uh, messaging a, a lot of his uh, pretty good dialogue, I feel like, and 
um, the story just in general. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm trying to skirt around anything because I don't want to. No, 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 I don't want. No. I don't, don't want to give away a lot of things, but I just know that I think it's a movie that at the end of the day you have to watch, maybe a couple times, mm-hmm. at least once. And you know, some people might disagree and feel like, well, then if I don't understand and get it, why should I have to go through that? Or maybe maybe it doesn't mean it's well written. I just think that certain pe- people we all look at things differently. And to me, like, I've always looked at things a little bit differently than a lot of folks. And they always talk about the left and right brain, right? You got one brain that's more analytical. You got another brain that's more of, like, you know, artsy or whatever they call it. You know, So I think that sometimes with a movie like this, the reason there's division is some people want answers. They want it. They want it to be point A, B, C, Mm -hmm. get it, move along. And that's fine. That's that's how a lot of people are. Mm -hmm. I'm not like that. I want to come out of there and go what the fuck? Like that was obscure. Like what, you know, is this, is it trying to tell me something? What's, what am, what am I missing? And mm-hmm. I want to think about it. And here I am still days later and I'm thinking about it. I've had more conversations about this movie from that aspect of it mm-hmm. than I have another movie in a while. Like I know Dr. Strange being a big one or even Thor, love and thunder. Like we've had discussions about it. We've talked about it. But that's more like in the space of like nerd dumb and, to the MCU. This movie is mm-hmm. provocative thought for me, mm-hmm. and those are some of the conversations I've been having because some people are like, well, I don't get this part. What did you take from this? And we talk about it, and then like we might both learn something and go, oh, that's pretty fucking neat. I didn't think of it like that or whatever like that. You know. Right. So to me, that's the value in this movie so far is the conversations that I've been having mm-hmm. because it's with people I normally don't conversate about like with sure. these kind of movies or just generally. So um, again, it, this might not be a movie for you. I definitely say see it if you don't want to pay in the theater. That's your preference. I just know that so far it seems like most people are enjoying it and there are uh people who aren't enjoying it and some of the people that i know aren't enjoying it personally i'm not overly surprised by some of the other things that i also might not agree with them on as well too mm-hmm. no um you know it's funny you mentioned uh you know his his respect for john carpenter um a, a lot of people like a lot of uh, peels movies up to this point uh they say he draws a lot of inspiration from carpenter especially uh specifically they live or they uh yeah they live <coughs> Um, the one with uh, Roddy Piper where he puts on the glasses and a lot of subliminal messages that he can see with the glasses. There's a lot of like social commentary mm-hmm. and they live. And, you know, you can see a lot of that in Peel's work. Like he has his horror show, you know, Get Out, for example, great horror film. But when you really start peeling back the layers, there's some social commentary going on in there. Some of it is, you know, is actually really entertaining. I thought Get Out was really, really good. Like, and the thing that I liked about Get Out is like, yeah, it, it was, there were layers to it, but it was easy for me to follow those layers upon first viewing. Um, you know, I really liked this movie. Uh, it really was engaging and it really creeped me out for the most part of the movie. There are some really, uh, he, like the other thing that I think you can compare, uh, peel to is, is Hitchcock. He has some Hitchcockian vibes yes. to his movies and there's a lot of like unsettled, uh, unsettling images. There's a lot of just, uh, just, you know, very bizarre and very creepy moments that are just kind of like a little unnerving. And you know, I've always been fascinated with uh, w- with um, UFOs and, and everything that go- comes with that. And you know, just recently when the government released those videos, they talk about in the videos how like the UFOs are are moving in ways that are that are inexplicable. Like they're just they defy everything that we know about like avionics and what have you. Talk to Tom DeLong if you want to know why. I will. I'll hit him up afterwards. Um, but the thing about like this, this movie is he captures a lot of that, and um, you know, in this movie, <laughs> the way that they're portrayed, and there are a lot of like bizarre moments, and it's it's really, really, it, it's a really great movie in that regard. And this, like you mentioned, the cinematography, the way that he shoots this movie, it's it's really effective in that regard. 
Uh, I do understand the nod to the Westerns and the sound protagonist and, and Daniel Kaluuya, but you know my thing is like Daniel Kaluuya is, is an incredible actor, and I want to ha- I want him to have a little bit more material to work with. But you know, like you mentioned, Kiki Palmer, uh, yes, yeah, so Stephen Yawn, uh, and Brandon Perea as the fries guy, the, the fries electronics guys. Everyone else is there is able to carry the, the a, a lot of the heavy lifting in terms of like the rest of the acting. So like everyone else has more stuff to work with. I actually thought everyone was really really good in the movie. They had you know a big a significant role. Um, but yeah, like at the end of the day, dude. Well, well, I feel like this was yeah another effective Jordan Peele movie, and you know some of the, the themes that he tries to tackle, comp- you know, to social commentary in terms of like trying to be viral and, or trying to get that, you know, something on film so you can go viral and get rich and famous. Like I love how he explores that in this movie and it's really well done. But, you know, once we get to the last 30 minutes or so, the movie just puts the you know pedal to the metal and it is just straight chaos. And it's really difficult to kind of keep up and I kind of try to decipher whatever the message is he's trying to send. Like it is really chaotic and and it's a bit confusing, so I wasn't too big on the ending. But again, it's one of those movies where it'll probably benefit you for uh, multiple viewings and watch it a couple times when it comes out, and and that's great, and I like that. But first impressions go a long ways too. And when I went and saw Get Out, like I said, when I went to the theater, I walked out, I was like, holy shit, that is a mind blowing movie. But that's because I understood like a lot of the messaging that was there. This movie towards the end. It kind of gets a little cluttered. It kind of gets a little messy, and it is kind of hard to follow. Like, what is really the message here? Uh, so probably because you're looking at the horse dicks nonstop. I, there was a lot of horse di- dick in this movie, and it was very distracting. He couldn't stop. I couldn't because Tone kept going dick, and I was just like, God, will oh. you stop, dude? You were drew. I had to like wipe the drew off. <laughs> Grow up. What's up, Kate? Um, yeah, no, it was. Um, look, it's a good flick. I don't think it's as good as Get Out, um, but I'll definitely watch it again when it does come out on, on digital. Uh, I'm looking forward to watching it with uh, with the wife and get her thoughts on it. And then, like you said, maybe a couple of subsequent viewings, and you'll be able to kind of piece things together. And who knows, man? Maybe this is one of those movies where everyone's just kind of like, okay, that's that's interesting, you know. But what does it mean? Maybe after months of discussions and talking about, it, maybe people start to unearth what the real message is mm-hmm. and. Everyone's like, holy shit, Peel's a fucking genius. We all knew it's his best movie. Who knows? Uh, but I'll be really curious to get people's thoughts on because like Tone has mentioned, and I know Jay Hill said he heard from some people as well, it's it's very diverse right now. It's a very uh, it's a Overall, it seems movie. like it's pretty good. Like I, like the the ratings and the people, it seems really positive. But there is, there is like, a, I mean, I would say more like a 65, 35, something like that, like right now. Yeah, it's, Somewhere that, yeah. Like, you know, like a, you know, like, I don't know. Um, it's not a full 50-50 split, I don't feel like, but. Uh, I certainly think that, you know, it's, well, I, I definitely see where you're coming from at the end, being kind of fast-assed and everything kind of moving along fast, like, because it was a lot of build-up to that point, and then, like, the last 20 minutes just kind of goes, I feel like, as well, too, so, you know, I, right, wrong, or different, I guess, on that. I didn't have any issue with the pacing, um, but I certainly can see, you know, you I mean, compared well to everything too. else, I mean, the, I don't want to say it was a slow burn, uh, but, I mean, it was, it was built, it was, like, the... I'd say 75, 80% of the movie is built on suspense. Like it mm-hmm. is very, it's a tense, mm-hmm. a tension yeah. filled movie. It's a very unsettling movie. You're never, you can never really kind of get comfortable in this movie. There mm-hmm. was so many like oddities going on and weird things happening. Mm-hmm. And I liked that part of it. And then just towards the end, it just really kind of ramped up and just kind of like sprinted to the finish line. I was like, Ugh. Yeah, and I kind of wonder if I was waiting for a, a more effective payoff. Well, I guess I, I, I wonder, I think, and that's where I, that's where I wonder, like, 
did he take a gamble on that payoff? Like, what do you think the payoff is and what he think the payoff that's is going to be? That's yeah. true. You know, because, like, when we saw certain things happen and we were like, whoa, that's happening. Like, mm-hmm. we were like, whoa. And I almost wonder if it was started to kind of, like, evolve in more things like that as well, too. Like, he got all his messaging out. Let's get into the fantastical stuff or the crazy shit. Yeah, I mean, um, there is some interesting shit that happens. There's, in the some, final very, there's, there's some, some very – There's some wild stuff. Wild fucking cosmic horror. And, yeah, so there's some stuff that happens. And, and like I was telling you, like, when you lean into those kind of, like, that literature – that sometimes is how that is. It's just all of a sudden, like, it's not supposed to be explained. It's unexplainable, and that's why, you know, people are driven to it mm-hmm. and things of that nature. And then, you know, the the, the there's definitely, like, you know, th- there's some interpretations left uh, with the whole thing. And uh, um, I wish, Brian, because... <laughs> when does Cthulhu appear? He's right now. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I, like I said, I, uh, um, I certainly get where you're coming from on that. I just... I. I was so enthralled, even through the fast ass ending, just the entire time of the sheer awe of how gorgeous this movie yeah, was. Yeah, it's a good looking movie, and uh, just completely like I just keep looking up and seeing these, the sky and the clouds and just everything about it. And like, um, you know, I don't know. I think the the fight or flight thing really hooks me, mm-hmm. and that movie was constantly fight or flight. Oh, yeah, and that it was stuff was changing just, a lot. That was really gripping. And then there, there's there's a scene, there's a scene or two in there that are just absolutely like fucking horrifying like sound visual everything so uh cuddles has got some of the reviews are all over the place uh, one says i believe this to be my top five of 2022 so far jordan peele never fails to create a terrifying story that actively and literally had me on the edge of my seat throughout the movie while this has was more of a sci-fi and thriller than his previous work with uh spielbergian nods and well tied together, the story navigates you through a different perspective of your average UFO movie. That's a fair. Uh, the other one, fifty-eight minutes ago, would I? Oh, this is posted fifty-eight minutes ago. Would I spend two hours of my life watching this movie again? <laughs> nope. Nope. No, it's it's polarizing. I mean, if you look at all the reviews, there's there's there, there, it's kind of all over the place. And I think the the audience score isn't as high as the critic score on Rotten mm-hmm. Tomatoes. I think there's a. a so he a, said seventy audience. Yeah, about 80. ten to fifteen di- percent difference mm-hmm. there. So. I always do like seeing that. I mean, like, like I'm not the type of guy that will sit there and say, oh, critics are full of shit. There are some critics that I actually do respect, and I think they're very good at what they do. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it is about you know going to see it for yourself. And don't get me wrong, I like seeing an audience review score, but believe me, there are some fucking losers on that side of the fence as well mm-hmm. compared to critics. So I, I, I take both sides with a, with a grain of salt, but you know, critics and, and audiences are always going to kind of be – you know, a little bit yeah. different. So, yeah. uh, welcome back, Crash. El Blanco's in the chat. What's going on, El Blanco? It's definitely. I think that that makes. It, I think this movie definitely. And movies, I think, just generally are just always supposed to make you know make you feel a certain way or whatever you take from them. And I think this is definitely a movie that I can see a little bit of like a, a mix of things, and we're already kind of seen it as well too. So, if you ever seen a comment section, you know the audience opinion is trash. I mean. If you go to if you're talking Metacritic, yeah, usually the yeah yeah usually the audience ones uh, pretty much suck ass. So, uh, oh excuse me, I don't, I'm sorry, dude. I got, I'm all like you know disheveled. We drank we drank some of Frescas. These things were really good, huh? Really good, actually. Oh, I, I like was them. really shocked by how good that was, actually. And I and I hate Corona as a beer. Yeah, he does, but he likes the refrescas. All right, now I know Kate is here, so that means we should probably get to the trailers we should probably get to the trailers we're gonna go trailers then we're gonna talk uh old man and then we're gonna finish with the nick cage the cuddles classic nick cage the cuddles classic but uh we're gonna hop over to uh obviously this this weekend was um we're gonna head to san diego actually we're gonna head to san diego so first of all we're going go. to uh there we are we're, we're at comic-con we uh, we were at the middle mall comic-con now we're at san diego going to uh, after dude perfect like that again i'm almost there <laughs> 
comments almost ruined Wreck It Ralph. Oh, do people really shit on Wreck It Ralph? That's an amazing movie. That movie's incredible. Actually, movie a lot. It's unfortunate. Both of them. Uh, so yeah, San Diego Comic Con. Everyone was super hyped. Lots of rumors. Hey, did Henry Cavill show up? He sure didn't. Everyone thought Henry Cavill was going to show up to say, hey, I'm back as Superman. Well, if there's one thing that happens with carrot dangling, and that's definitely with DC fans, yeah. unfortunately. They were most displeased that uh, Henry Cavill did not show up. But the one thing that did show up, Tone, and never disappoints, trailers. Trailers. We got a lot of trailers. Now, I do, I, I actually forgot to tell you, I guess they did show a trailer for Ant-Man. I was not able to find it anywhere. It was shown only at SDCC. It was not given to the public It wasn't yet. given to the public. And but I, I've seen the transcripts. Oh, uh, yeah. I've, I've read and I see my man. I know uh, Kang shows up, which is fucking the awesome. The conversation I read was pretty dope. I am really excited. I want to try to find that transcript. or if I, I, I know it's hard as hell for people to get uh, videos out of it because they'll shoot that shit I'm down really Jonathan. fast. I, 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 Jonathan Majors, like, I mean, we saw... And Loki, I thought he did a great job. And Loki was like, oh, man, he's got that vibe. Mm-hmm. He's got that swagger. He's going to be really, really good they as They built up six seat, six episodes and got to him, and he nailed the fucking landing yeah. with his performance. Yeah, like, it was, it was really, like, I'm ready for this guy to, like, take yes. over. Like, it's going to be really exciting when he does uh, when he does get there. But we did get uh, five trailers. Actually, there was a lot of trailers, but we picked out these five specifically because I feel like they're, um, they're really, really well done. Uh, they generate a lot of buzz, a lot of mm-hmm. hype. And so what we're going to do, Tony, is we're going to actually just kind of bounce through all these trailers. Bounce. We're going to watch them right now. Uh, so let's go into the theater. Here we are. Such a nice theater. So so pretty in here. The chairs are a little big, but. Want some popcorn? Uh, first trailer we're going to check out, dude, is a movie I am fucking excited for. I have been a fan of the series since the first one. And even though the third one kind of like. Leaned into the very chaotic. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Wick is still my favorite action series so far in a long, long time. Let's check out the trailer for John Wick 4. Have you given any thought to where this ends? The table will never stop. You know this. No one, not even you, can kill everyone. You ready, John? Yeah. I don't listen. They could make thirty-six more of these. Uh-huh. I'll be there day one, <laughs> and I'll be just as excited as seeing the first one. Like, yes, was the third one a little bit, a little more bouncy with some of the story? Absolutely. Like, it really leaned into the, into the comic side of things a lot. Like it, the comic vibe. At this point, I mean, for like whatever. I don't. I, I just don't like. Honestly, I am so ready for this movie. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. I just, yeah, I dude, I'm, I'm hyped. Like, I'm fucking hyped. Oh, this is better than Matrix, dude. This is better than Matrix, the, the latest Matrix. This John, The John Wick movies are just so fucking well done. They're so well done in terms of the direction. They're so well done to, uh, thanks to the, the choreographed fights oh, and yeah. the shootouts. Uh, it's, this movie, 
dude. Donnie Yen, man. You got Clancy a, Brown. Clancy Brown. I mean, we saw Clancy. We saw the, the Kurgan. Uh, yeah, we saw. I mean, Bill Skarsgård's in this. He looks like he's mm-hmm. gonna be the big bad. And mm-hmm. uh, dude, I'm a John Wick stan, and I will watch these movies all the time. The first mm-hmm. one was just so incredible. And then the second one was like even better. And like I said, the third one, while I had some issues with how it ended and just like how it just got really crazy. Uh, Jesus, Crash. What? Still haven't seen. Am I reading that right? I Did I just read that? Just don't, don't. Let's, hey, hey. I feel like he's disrespected. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. <sighs> Hang on. <laughs> Gotta compose myself. Gotta adjust the cucumbers. <laughs> I forgot. I, I sit next to Crash at movies, and he's a cool kid, and he's a nice yeah. guy, and yeah, yeah, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Tried to watch the first one, but I think I streamed the wrong one. The title was John Thick. Yeah, you watched the wrong <laughs> movie, dude. You, you watched the wrong movie, but it must have been good though. It was probably still pretty good. Uh, I own them though. That doesn't that doesn't make it any better. It actually makes it work, worse. Crash. I would have just said I don't own them. That's why I haven't watched them. He but also you say I own the, them, but yeah. I haven't watched them. Right. He bought Morbius on Blu-ray. Yeah. The, the, see. Yeah. He bought. He probably watched. He's. You know what? He's probably watched fucking Morbius now that he owns it. Crash. Dude, that's all. It is his headshots. That's what I love about. It, is like he is all headshots. Boom, mm-hmm. boom, boom. Headshot. Mm-hmm. Headshot. Everyone dies by a fucking headshot, whether mm-hmm. it's a pistol or a shotgun. I mean, it is. Uh, just an awesome way. And, like, dude, the, everything is so well choreographed. You know what I like about it? And it's the same thing I talk about with, like, the issues I have with the Mortal Kombat. All those fights are long shots. It's not, like, cut, 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 angle, right. edit, edit. It is just so well, like, choreographed yes. where it can play out cons- a considerable amount before they switch Doesn't cameras. take you out of the action. Like- right. You are in it. Like, because right. when, when you're cutting away, that, that actually pulls you out of it. But when it, uh, it is a straight shot right. or it, it's a lengthy shot – it is. It, it pulls you in. It gets you hyped, mm-hmm. man. The red mm-hmm. circle shootout in the first one, the bar that yeah. is fucking hands down one of the best action yeah. sequences ever. Like it is so good. It, I get so hyped. Still love the horse kick deaths. Yep. Uh, I will watch them tomorrow. You better, Crash. You better watch them tomorrow. Uh, but the the first one will always be my favorite. I love. I can't. The, the gentleman's name uh, escapes me. The guy who played the the Russian boss. He's fucking oh, amazing. He just dude, passed away yeah, a couple years ago. Uh, but his story about Baba Yaga, Baba Yaga was just so fucking awesome. And I was just like, they built up John's character. And then when they, you know, you're watching that movie. You know what that movie reminded me of? It reminded me a little bit of the movie Blade. The first Blade. Very dark, but uh, you believe this world mm-hmm. exists. I see that. A little grind. And John Wick is just kind of a, it was a weird movie. But then he gets to the Continental. And that's when, like, the comic book vibe really hit me. When, when he gets the Continental, it's like, this is where all the hitmen hang the out. The entire movie is a con- I mean, the I mean, it, Yeah, it all plays. All like it, but yeah. that was, like, the first time in the movie I was like, oh, okay. I'm starting to yeah. dig yeah. this vibe now. Like, this hitman, this under underworld of, like, hitmen. If you look at like it that. as an RPG, the Continental is kind of like your safe your house. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a safe house. That's yeah, where you rank yeah. up and, yeah, and apply your skill points. There you go. Could you imagine if someone did an Immortal Kombat inspired by the old Shaw Brother films? I don't want to imagine anything with that damn game anymore. Wow. You know, comes is John Wick a new movie? Never heard of it. <laughs> Kronos. Okay. Kranos, uh, Cuddles, Kronos is in timeout. Um, no, I'm, I thought this was an awesome trailer. I like yeah. to see who's involved Donnie in the cast. Clancy, Donnie Bill Skarsgård. Katana fight. Katana fight. I mean, it's it looks pretty dope. Really, really excited for John Wick 4. We will be checking that out in March. Absolutely. All right, Tone. This next trailer is one that um, I know you're a big fan of the original. I have yet to see this. I have yet to see Shazam, the first one. Yeah, I, it is probably of the current DCEU canon. I do like Man of Steel. I am I am a big fan of Man of Steel. 
um, even for some of its flaws that I do recognize, I really do enjoy Shazam because, you know, BVS was a mess. The Snyder Cut was still a good movie, I feel like, but mm -hmm. overall entertainment and the comedic bits and how they rolled with this one, great movie. I love yeah. this movie. I love the first one. Let's check out the trailer for the second one. I'm an idiot. I don't deserve these powers, if I'm being honest. Like, what am I even contributing? Ow! There's already a superhero with a red suit with a lightning bolt on it. Aquaman is literally huge and he's so manly. And Batman is so cool. And I'm just me. I feel like a fraud. It doesn't matter. Um, anyway, the wizard gave me superpowers. Yeah! And then everybody got superpowers. Where's everyone going? To fight crime? Okay. Now everyone's kind of like doing their own thing, and I'm the only one trying to keep it together. You understand I'm a pediatrician, right? Come on! Now let's get down to business. Listen to me, Billy. The fate of your world depends on it. The daughters of Atlas are coming for you. Children stole the power of all the gods. This is very personal, Billy. Look, I might not have as much experience as you because I'm not super old like you, <laughs> but I've seen all of the Fast and the Furious movies, lady. It's all about family! I don't know how we fight powers like this. You think I know how to fix this, dude, but I really don't. Everyone can be worthy. Let's give it a chance. Now go fight for your family. Go fight for the world. I just threw a truck at a dragon. I love my life. Jim McKenzie asked the real question that everyone yeah, that wants real to know. Question, Is right, Eminem right. doing the entire soundtrack? I feel like it's a missed opportunity if he doesn't. So. Right, right, right. No, uh, I listen. I thought that trailer looked fun, and as as well, just like the first movie. The first movie's fun. Uh, tons of levity, tons of comedic bits. I mean, he's a fifteen-year-old kid turning into an adult superhero. So, with this special power, um, I I already see the chat out here. You know, uh, Cuddles has a good question. Uh, you know, is this so good because it's more like Marvel movie compared to the rest of the DC? Ooh. I think it's a split. I kind of I I think there's a degree of that where I can see that. I also feel like because I know Crash said no. It's it's good compared to the Snyder shit, and then of course we got the ninety four percent audience score on 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 Shazam. For me, it's really not necessarily about whether it's more like a Marvel, though I I think that's a fair thought process. Uh, for me, it's more about the fact maybe I'm just exhausted with the same three or four fucking DC heroes just making movies. Of, yeah, because I mean we're tired of Batman. I love I love yeah I love, love Batman. Them. I don't really care about Superman, and uh, but you know like at the same time like. We're seeing the same, you know, like every ten years, it's a rotation. Okay, we got to cast somebody new as Joker and Batman. Right. You know, it, it's or it's, every it's two still, years if it's Ezra Miller. You know, 
<laughs> but like, you know what I mean? Like you're getting newer characters, you're getting different people in there. You're seeing stuff we haven't seen before. And this does feel in a way I can see it kind of feels a little bit more like maybe the Marvel, oh. you know, and they've listened. The DCU has been a hot mess with even like Suicide Squad and, um, you know, uh, what else? Uh, doesn't even matter outside of Peacekeeper, which has been a, but Peacekeeper had a lot of levity. Yeah. The thing is, if DC leans more into kind of like the jokes and stuff like that, I just feel like it kind of makes the serious stuff a little bit easier to intake, but there's some great characters in this. You get a Hawkeye finally, and I know that that sometimes is a, a bit for people as well, too, mm-hmm. but I think he looked fucking awesome in the film. Right. And you've got Pierce Brosnan playing Dr. Fate. Like, fucking hell yeah. What what a guy to play a character like that right. for, of, all, of all characters. So, you know, yeah, I hear Doom Patrol is amazing. Yeah, Cuddle says the same thing, Jay McKenzie. That's on me because I haven't watched it, but um, and some of the CW shows have been well, but... You know, I think that's what it is for me is that I'm just gravitating to non-main DC characters and it's more compelling for me because it's just stuff we haven't seen in a while. And honestly, with Black Adam coming out now, we a lot of us know that Black Adam and Shazam, it's a whole thing. So, you know, how is that going to lead in? You can't tell me there's some no correlation that they're coming out within the same period of time, like a, like a year. Right. Before, come on. Like, like I, I feel like it'd be like an end credit scene thing where you'll see the they're crossover between yeah, yeah. the two. Like you're right. at the end of uh, black Adam, you'll something. see something with Shazam. You got to. And at the end of Shazam or possibly maybe the final battle in Shazam or whatever maybe shows up, you, you'll yeah. see black Adam. Cause I mean, yeah, you're right. There's no, it's they're two months apart. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. black Adam comes out in October. Shazam's at Christmas in right. December. So mm-hmm. they're going to, that's a good window for them to like really kind of generate the hype for those two characters. <laughs> yep. Yep. So yeah, new Swamp Thing uh, guy. No, I think I got canceled after the first season, but everybody said that show was amazing for sure. You know, so. Harley Quinn animated series is outstanding. Where's that at? Uh, I'm not sure, but I can say that I feel like a lot of people, even DC fans, typically. Well, I mean, I could. I don't want to speak for them, but like for me, th- a lot of times their animated ends up being like their strong suit compared mm-hmm. to some of their movies. But oh really? Um, yeah, probably HBO actually. Yeah, you're right. Probably with the Warner Brothers thing for sure. But yeah, no, I, again, I think this movie looks really fun. Like, who knows when we'll see it? But I thought. If you haven't seen the first Shazam, I highly recommend I, it. I, I'm if like you, crash, if you I suffered, it. if you suffered through like the BVS and that shit, you need to at least watch Shazam to balance that out. Right. BVS or the first Suicide Squad? Huh? The, the first Suicide Squad? What about it? I mean, that's another trash ass movie oh, that you God. need something good to like wash that out of your mouth. So yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was a uh, that was a great trailer. Now this next trailer, um, again, it, Marvel just has a way of. Not only just creating a, 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 a you know sometimes exciting trailers, but this is a very heartfelt trailer. This was um this was actually this one actually kind of hit me a little bit uh, due to the choice of the the song and just the you know everything that we know that has gone on with uh, Chadwick Boseman and the passing of him and um you know I think a lot of people are curious to see how they're going to handle Black Panther, the mantle of that, and, and the, the franchise in general going forward. Uh, but this past week, we this week we got the uh, the the first trailer for Wakanda Forever. Let's check this out.
Man, that uh, was just an incredibly well done trailer. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it was just, uh, it, it's an emotional trailer. Um, a lot of, it looks like, I mean, this is going to be a movie that's going to hit a lot of people, and uh, rightfully so. Uh, again, everyone is kind of curious who's going to pick up the mantle, who is going to take on the role. Uh, obviously, there's already been a lot of, like, people are speculating, trying to figure out who is wearing the, the Black Panther outfit. It might have been outed by Leak, but we don't know either for sure. Oh, really? Well, what is your guess? Your your I- a lot of people were saying Killmonger because of the gold, but I, I think you think it's gonna be sure. I definitely think it's sure. Like she, she, it like physically, it looks like sure. Like it, I don't, I don't. It's not because I mean, fucking Michael he's B. A, Jordan's. Yeah, he's cut massive. This, uh, I noticed when I, just, when I watched it again, like the a, legs, a, it didn't look. You know, it just looked a little bit more tone, right. like you would expect, like, right, like right, somebody right, smaller. Right, well, you right. wouldn't expect Michael and B. It, Jordan, and it would it, like it. I'm sure he's gonna be in it somewhere. I think that would be a good moment. But I think it would devalue his death by bringing him back as the Black Panther. I think it would be more because I mean, sure he was the Black Panther for a while in the comics, mm-hmm. you know, and maybe she takes up the mantle until his, clearly his son comes through. You know what right. I mean? So um, I don't know. I, I didn't really listen, and I was telling you this too. Black Panther is one of my favorite of the MCU, hands down. Like mm-hmm. when Chadwick passed, I never forget it was a Saturday night. I was sitting there on my phone and just popped through. I was mm-hmm. like one of the first of all, like a lot of my circles of friends see that. I was just like. What the fuck? And we and we talk about it on the show after that. We even you know we did like a little yeah you know thing just because like you know like when you think of actors and people that were so powerful, not in just your 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 career, but in your real life and the, mm-hmm. what he was battling secretly and the things that he did and gave back to the world as a charitable person. Yep. Yeah. Think about the people who don't do that shit and it makes you just want to cry. You know what I mean? So, um, so alone that yes, this was super powerful and like even speaking on it, like it makes me kind of emotional. It does, it's, man. It's I'm very, telling you, man, the whole trailer very, is fucking. Yeah, it's, it's incredible, it you know. You. Um, and and I hate to spin it, but I am so hype, so hype for finally getting Marvel's first mutant, the one of the original two characters Marvel ever put in comics, the one and only Namor. I am so hyped for Namor. He's a very polarizing character in the comics just from how he operates he can be kind of a good guy kind of a bad guy kind of a middle ground guy kind of an anti-hero a lot of great stuff with with namor and he's got his hands tied into a lot of different things and though they changed his background and where atlantis is they're leaning more into like the the mayan um and Mm -hmm. like central uh uh, central america things in that way whatever just like give me the care i want i just want namor and, and it looks cool and I, I'm, I'm definitely here for it and like i know a lot of people might not be fully on board for some of those changes but i'm i'm very excited to at least give that a, a day in court i think it's gonna be pretty cool uh crash says he thinks it'll be shared it'll go to shuri and baku you know honestly that's fine too i just want i want to see shuri and baku is secretly one of my favorite uh characters of just that entire like the like the one like wakanda in general like mbaku is incredible like that's a that's a great character i do like uh there's a couple good scenes with uh, angela bassett who i just i love angela mm-hmm. bassett i think she's incredible and obviously we're gonna get to see her flex her chops we all know what she's capable of doing she's been nominated for an oscar before so i mean this is going i think you're gonna see a lot of powerful performances in this movie mm-hmm. everyone's gonna bring their a game because if you if, if you ever listen to the interviews from the people that have worked with chadwick boseman they say the guy didn't fuck around like he was always at his best, he was always trying to make every scene the best it can be, and I think everyone's gonna. I think everyone probably they probably ran with that, and I think we're just gonna see a lot of great performances in this in this movie. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm stoked for it. Uh, Crash says Chadwick Boseman and the song "No Woman No Cry" 
uh, got me through a tough time. Both incredibly inspiring. I cannot wait for this movie. Uh, I'm with you, man. Like I'm just, I, I just feel like this is gonna be one of those movies where it's going to be a spectacle. It's gonna be emotional. I mm-hmm. think they'll pay a, tri- uh, a way, they'll find a way to pay tribute to Chadwick. That's going to just probably have the entire theater in fucking tears. Um, and it's gonna, yeah. This and, and this is like, I feel like this is like the best way to end Phase Four. I mean, this is the final movie of Phase Four, um, and I feel like this, this is in a unique position to be one of the most emotional like Marvel movies mm-hmm. we've seen to date. So. Um, there's a lot, I think there's a lot of expectations for this, uh, but I do feel like there's also probably, it's going to be hard for some folks, you know, it's going to be a tough movie to, to go see, uh, without Chadwick, but, um, you know, I have faith with everybody else that's involved. Everyone else in this, in these movies are really good. What's that? Yeah. I I feel like, you know, the kind of person he would, he would want people to not, not go, you know what I mean? Like he would want people to be. Yeah. Yeah. He'd absolutely, he, he had faith in all the cast and crew and Mm. you know, they all loved him and he loved them. So I'm excited for it, dude. I think it's going to be a great send off for the phase. And like I said, everyone's kind of curious to see who will uh, take up the mantle. Um, Who knows? It'll be exciting to watch to to see how that plays out. We have two more trailers. Tone's going to piss his pants if we don't hurry up. Uh, so this next trailer, now the first, <laughs> y'all look right here. I'm serious. I was, anytime I watch that trailer and that song kicks in, yeah. man, there's just certain parts where you're just like, God damn anytime it. Anytime I don't. talk about Chadwick, I get really like uh, <laughs> emotional. It hurts, man. It hurts. Uh, so the next trailer we're going to check out, uh, this is the, the the first like big official trailer. I think the first one we saw was a teaser for She-Hulk. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were some people that were a little uh, concerned about the special effects. Mm-hmm. Um, and so. we get to see uh, a little bit better. I think they do look a little bit better in this trailer. Yeah. Um, they look like they've had some time to refine them and, and, and clean them up. So let's check out the, the latest trailer for She-Hulk. <gasps> wow! Jesus, what the hell, man? Still in control, no overwhelming feelings of rage. No! A normal amount of rage! You do revert back to Gen 4 when you sleep. Was the air horn really necessary? For comedy, absolutely. This is a multi-year journey you're about to embark on. Yes! Yeah. Who's your best friend? Nikki. Spandex. Spandex is your best friend. Being a Hulk asks for balance. You have so much more to learn. Yes! So I'm clearly nailing it at all these things. If you want to go back to your life as a lawyer, I, I respect that. He doesn't mean that. More and more eccentric superhumans are coming out of the woodwork. We're going to launch a division for them. And I want the She-Hulk to be the face of Jennifer Waters. Namaste. I have a serious conflict of interest. This man tried to kill my cousin, Bruce. Yeah, that's quite all right. Oh. People only care because I'm representing Emil Blonsky. I think they care because they're like, hey, that girl's green. Jen, do your thing. God, I really like this outfit. I'm not proud of this. Miss Walters, we answer to a higher power. Our universe is on the edge of a precipice. I am a lawyer. We do things by the book. Oh, the book of Ashanti. No, the book of American 
loss. Whether you like it or not, you're now a superhero. Let's do this. You know that friend you had in high school? Who was way cooler than you were, attractive, got all the attention from everyone. I think I'm jealous. Is that what I'm feeling? Hey, you know who that is? Who is it? You really don't know who it is? No. I want you to tell me. I want you to tell me. Daredevil. That's fucking, that's red and gold Daredevil, too. That's like fucking throwback. Yeah, I, I actually think the show looks really good. I, like, I'm really, really excited for the show, dude. Yeah, dude, it looks fucking awesome. And, like, you know, Crash, who's a fan of She-Hulk, and other people, like I was telling you that I know, that are fans of the She-Hulk comics say this really feels like they're sticking, like, to the, a lot of that source material. It feels really natural at, for the character. Um, fourth wall breaking, uh, the levity, and uh, the the... The sexy time, maybe even as well too, but you know, just you know, the jokes and everything. Just, just generally, this this felt, this feels really fun. Like the first trailer, like looked cool, but everybody was, uh, myself included, was a little fixated on the the CGI. Like, what the fuck, you know? So you get through this entire trailer, you're seeing all this great stuff, She-Hulk, and then you see Daredevil. Like the fir- we're gonna see Daredevil for the first time back as actual Daredevil, not just like uh, uh, you know, sitting around doing lawyer stuff, uh, right? You know, catching bricks. So, um, <laughs> really, really hype too. So, um. Yeah, and that's you're not the first person that you were the first person that said that, but you're not the last that's been saying that actually crashed too. That the new She Hulk run is a really, really good read. So, um, and it seems like they're leaning into that. So, you know, again, uh, she was one of the like Deadpool. Was she, did she break fourth wall before Deadpool? Did I hear that correctly? Uh, I might be wrong on that, but I want to say, but um, uh, it just seems like that they're 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 really you know trying to do what they can to aim as long as she fully source. references a past MCU movie as a point in court at some point I'll be happy that would be fucking brilliant yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah were, were, weren't they a thing at some point crash Jen and Matt weren't they a thing I, I but Jen and Matt are gonna fuck two two lawyers <laughs> yeah she did before Deadpool okay so um and wasn't she also tied to Wonder Man at one point too if I remember be wrong on that as well too it was cool to see a little bit of a callback to a hulk um well because yeah technically they don't recognize the universal film incredible hulk as part of the mcu Mm -hmm. even though they had planned to do some crossover stuff and things like that that got cut that pissed ed norton off but this is full on i mean we already see blonsky or the bomb thunderbolt was in that though too wasn't he yes yes and and yeah back and forth yes yeah they get the same actor who just recently passed recently just passed who apparently was a real piece of shit in real life but anyways was he really yeah William Hurt was a piece of shit. Yeah, if you go back in the eighties, you'll read some stuff. Oh, so. I, I, I mean, yeah, it was the eighties. So well, I mean, no, but things. no, no, you know, he's like real piece of shit. Real piece of shit. Oh fuck. I okay. Well, now really I gotta read it. Anyways, <laughs> um, yeah. So, so it's just exciting that they're that that's really them fully recognizing the Incredible Hulk. So that's cool. pretty sweet. Yeah. So that's pretty sweet. I'm I really think this show looks really good. I think this is a good trailer. Uh, and like you said, Banner Hulk is. It's just kind of a lovable guy. It's just because Mark Mark Ruffalo's fun, like I, you know. But I, I am excited to see. You know, I kind of like this though that what they're doing with Hulk. You know, Banner Hulk. He's just kind of mm-hmm. like you know a little Science bit more. Or yeah, but you know, I, I I think this is doing a really good job of building up to the point where he's gonna eventually have to. At some point, he's gonna yeah. There's gonna, gonna be and do I mean how awesome it would be if it come down to something up against Kang? Like we're talking way down the road, mm-hmm. and you know, tough position, you know, uh, backs against the wall and Kang or whatever's going on. 
And all of a sudden, he's just like, fuck it. And Fucking something yeah. triggers him, and we get Hulk yep. back. I mean, because he hasn't been the same since he got his ass whooped. He's just been kind of, he's been banner Hulk. He's mm-hmm. a, this middle ground. He's just like, okay, yeah, he's, we love him. But, I, you know, I miss Last Hulk. Last time we saw a badass Hulk was in the Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Yeah. yeah. And even then he got his ass whooped. Then he was like, I'm really done with this shit. Well, at the end, but yeah. No, well, that's true, too. But, uh, no, good trailer. I am excited for this. All right, one more trailer to go, and then Tone, if he hasn't already pissed himself, we'll have to go to a pee break. I don't know if I have the audio set up for this, so I apologize if it doesn't play right away. Hang on, here we go. This is the trailer for The Sandman. Your waking world is shaped by dreams. Dreams and nightmares that I create and which I must control. He's out there looking for me, isn't he? Can you imagine the damage he could do? Dreams disappear, then so will humanity. I could do without dreams for a while. I haven't had a decent night's sleep in ages. I'm not gonna stop until I've reshaped this world. Tell us what power of dreams can have. I thought about giving up, but I have a job to do. When I do it, things have changed. Your eyes will tell me everything, every thought, every feeling. My creations do not walk amongst the living, killing mortals for pleasure. Oh, you don't think dreams can die? Let's find out. do not belong in the waking world. Oh, it turns out I fit right in. Dreams don't die. Has potential to be one of the better adaptations that we've seen in a while. From a what lot. is Sandman Tone? I'm not overly great with this. This is not something that I read a lot of. Just like Preacher years ago, that was big too. Those big names, Preacher and Sandman, growing up like in the '90s, mid '90s, those were two like the most renowned like uh, graphic novels that you could read because they weren't just like conventional reading of like comic sure. books and superheroes. These were stories. That were being told. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a good friend that was a huge fan of this series, and uh, like I said, I've never really actually read it. So if anybody out there is a bit more on the Sandman side of it, go at it. But um, I do know that he's been gone for many, many years in prison, and finally gets out, goes back to his castle or whatever, and mm-hmm. it's decaying and falling apart. Um, you know, part of the balance of you know the the, the dreams and things in that nature as well too. So. Um, really looks good. Uh, it's 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 one of those things where it's going to be definitely a lot of story, a lot of good cinematography. Already looks really. Oh, good. I mean, it looks like it's very artistic, very like a, the like the casting film. so far looks really spot on as well. Too very funny. Yeah, dancing out of it. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, this this looks really, really, really awesome. And, you know, Netflix has had a love-hate relationship with some of these kind of stories and their adaptations. Um, if you, Especially if you look at, like, some of the anime adaptations they've done have been just the movies or whatever it is just been horrible or the series. So I'm really – I got high hopes for this one, hopefully, because so far it looks – pretty good i know there's been some blowback i think on uh, uh brianne christie is it what i can't think of gwendolyn christie gwendolyn playing christie. lucifer i think in mm-hmm. this they don't uh, people are upset about that i guess because what female playing lucifer i don't i don't know i don't know i think that's why something i read i could be wrong on that as well too but all i know is this Jesus looks really good Christ, i know that this dude. is like i mean we're talking neil gaiman here so i mean he's his track record speaks you know volume so you know, as long as we, you know, keep what looks like going on here. I look like a dope-ass show. I'm not like familiar with really Sandman, but it looks fucking really, yeah, really so. good. Like, it's a very a visual feast. Yeah, like, This yeah, looks really yeah, good. Great stories. So. I know you got to go to bathroom, but there's two more things we got to quick discuss. Um, we did see a, uh, a list of Phase 5. We have a, a roadmap of Phase 5 for the MCU that uh, they showed at uh, Comic-Con. Obviously, starting off in February, we're going to have Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see Secret Evasion. Invasion in the spring. Yep. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 uh, in on, in May 5th. Uh, in the summer of 2023, we have Echo, mm-hmm. which is interesting because that is going to be Daredevil, and, we're, and we know that Kingpin is going to be mm-hmm. in that as well. Loki Season 2 next summer. Uh, July 22nd, The Marvels. Yeah. Uh, the one I'm really hyped about in November, Blade. Blade mm-hmm. comes out next November. Fucking hype. Uh, fall 2023, Ironheart will be on Disney Plus. Who's in the Wakanda Forever? Uh, oh, really? Yeah, she's the other girl with oh, Shuri. She's yeah, the one pounding the heart yeah, out of the metal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, really hyped about this in uh, winter 2023, Agatha. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we get to see the return of Agatha. Daredevil, 18, 18 episodes. episodes. <laughs> Holy shit! That now finally, you know, we've been talking about that with some of these limited series and whatnot for. For Disney Plus, we're like, fuck, man, can we get more than like six Crank episodes? Crank it up, fuckers. 18 episodes of Daredevil. Uh, May 3rd, uh, 2024, Captain America, New World Order. Anthony Mackie will be taking on the mantle of Captain Paul America. Paul Hogan and Kevin Nash will be involved. And then July 26, 2024, Thunderbolts. So just like everybody was thinking, we are getting a Thunderbolts. They're building Thunderbolts. So, And ironically enough, pretty close to Captain America. So we'll be seeing... Uh, 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 what is it? The U.S. agent. Yep. Real soon. What's going on, Pikachu? Now, here's the other interesting thing, uh, Tone, that, that came out. You know, obviously, Marvel has uh, an idea how they want to release their movies. They have a set pattern that's usually pretty spot on every year. They have movies here, movies in this month, and they usually have their Disney Plus stuff mm-hmm. staggered in between. Yep, yep, yep. We look here. We see uh, Ant-Man and Wasp Quantumania is in February. This past year, uh, Doctor Strange was in March Madness. Or in March Madness. Uh, Multiverse of Madness was in March. Uh, we go to May. There's Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, Blade in November. And then we don't have another Marvel movie until May 3rd. No fucking way. Apparently, uh, this was uh, somebody picked up on this um, over uh, during Comic-Con. Marvel Studios has an untitled Marvel film scheduled for February 16, 2024 that they did not announce at Comic-Con. They are saying that they're saving this announcement for D23. The film will fall in phase five between Blade and Captain America, New World Order and Tone. The rumor has it. Deadpool three is the movie that will be dropping sometime in phase five. 
which makes sense because Deadpool 2 dropped on February 14th. It dropped on Valentine's Day. First one did. The first one did. First came one out in did. February. Uh, and Marvel is, they're, they're not going to leave a huge gap where they could make money. Mm-hmm. And it would make a lot of sense. I mean, that's 2024. That's a ways out. They still have plenty of time to make that movie. But it sounds like the rumors are building right now that Deadpool 3 will be that movie that drops in February of 2024 in Phase 5. And I think everyone – dude, did you see uh, Ryan Reynolds' tweet where he had all the different R rating or the the red uh, red band trailers for all like the Disney classics. Mm-hmm. I think there was one was like uh, kid watches ba- uh, dear mom get blown away or some shit like the way he took all these classic Disney's and gave him a red band label. I thought that shit was hilarious. Uh, but yeah, dude, I would be really, really, really hyped if we get a Deadpool three super hype uh, uh, in, in in 2024, early 2024. So. That would be a cool way to uh, get people. I mean, gosh, man, think about that going from Blade to Deadpool, Cap. Fucking, what a what a fucking lineup. I mean, that would be that's fine. That's Phase Five, lineup. so that's fucking sexy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and I do I didn't grab the screenshot, but we do have the names of the Avenger films, of the were yeah. the big ones. I know one is the the Kang uh, Dynasty, Kang Dynasty, and then the last one is what again? Secret Wars. Yeah. I think it's Secret Wars. Hmm. And those are slated for 2025. Yeah. So. Which if they do those late in the fall, maybe, and I don't remember the time frames, and they're probably not, but they could squeeze in some X-Men in there and get some more muties in there. But, you know, with the uh, what they're saying now, too, is that the contracts for Fox Mutants is they up in 2025, honored, yep. which is horse shit, but it, it is what it is. Uh, and then also the uh, uh, Armor Wars was missing from this lineup. People noticed that right away, too. And that was something I was excited about, too, because I had a feeling the broker from uh, Falcon Winter Soldier and Agent whatever, 13 or 11, I can't remember, you know, Sharon there, mm-hmm. uh, somehow was going to be a part of that. But we've got, you know, war because where's War Machine? Where's the Iron War right. or the Armor Wars and stuff like that? And I think they kind of came out the next day and said, oops, hey, hi, yeah, we kind of <laughs> forgot. That it's somewhere it's supposed to be wedged in there. I don't really remember, but... Uh, there was also uh, that, and then um, yeah, I swear there's something else I'm missing as well too. But either way, uh, they did they did uh, mention that as well too. So awesome, exciting times. We got Phase Five planned out now. We have the roadmap for that. Could be a surprise drop somewhere in February of 2024. I think a lot oh. of people would be really excited about it. And when you do know the uh, two Avenger films in 2025 are the Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars. So exciting times. Big ass incursion. Uh, we're also now before before one more thing. Knock it off. We're going to break down the plot of Multiverse of Madness. There are 17 points that I want to dissect. You just hit the and fucking button. Oh my god! All right, guys, we're gonna take a quick break. Tone's got to go tinky. We're gonna talk about the old man next, and then we're gonna finish up the Cuddles Classic, the best of Nick Cage. We'll be right back. And welcome back. Tone's all done going tink. <sighs> Made room to drink more. Woke up everybody upstairs, pissed off my dog. Pissed in the washer. Yep. <laughs> it looked like a toilet, damn it. That's right. All right, Tone, uh, up next, we are going to discuss the season review of The Old Man, starring Jeff Bridges, John Lithgow, Aliyah Shakat, Bill Heck, Liam Lubani, and Amy Brenneman. Uh-huh. 
This was a show you and I were really, really excited about, mainly because it's John Lithgow and Jeff Bridges locking horns in the spy thriller espionage it's movie. enough to sell me. Sweet, man. You know, when we first saw the trailer, you know, my only concern was like, look, is this just going to be another Taken ripoff where they take old-ass Jeff Bridges and he's going to be out there kicking everyone's ass and killing people nonstop? Thankfully, it is not a copycat of Taken. This is actually a much deeper dive. I don't than that. think we expected this at all. I don't all. expect this at all. At um, all. This is so much more than just an action show. Yes. Uh, this is a character-driven piece that is, you know, got a little bit of action here and there. Well done action. But this is more or less about character development. This is more or less about the game that is being played by all parties. Um, and it is two, two of our better if not best actors of our generation going toe to toe with different types of roles. And this show did not disappoint, dude. This show did not disappoint at all. It's definitely kind of a slower burn, but again, it's because I feel like it's almost like the marketing kind of almost was kind of a disservice to this show. Yeah. Because honestly, man, when we first saw it, I was like, Oh, he's, this looks cool. I love Jeff Bridges. I like these actors, but you know, if this is just going to be a beat em up, I- I'm on board. But thankfully dude, there is a lot more to this show. There's a lot of like crisscrossing. There's a lot of like, you know, what's going to happen, a lot of guessing. You know, they do a really good job with a lot of things in this show. I'm, I agree with Jay Hill. He says, great show. Can't wait for season two. Uh, there is going to be a season two. We do know that. It has been confirmed. It's awesome. Um, this show was really fucking good, dude. Yeah. Like, I really, really, really enjoyed this show. We continue this year to have these either new IP TV series. Or just uh, continuations of others that have been so good. It's almost like during the pandemic, people sat around and started, and I, I'm guessing that's part of it, brainchilds were starting to happen during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, we complain so much about movies, specifically movies, about how things just feel the same, or it's a retold story. TV series right now are not doing that, mm-hmm. I feel like. And this one, like you said, like the, the, the marketing for it made me think it was going to be Jeff Bridges fighting everybody non-stop like nobody or something like that right. as well too right, with, yeah. with bob odenkirk like I, I was here for it like old man i mean the old man here is still i think it's first of all it's a great name for it the it old man him. is not who you think it is either though. that's the thing right <laughs> right right but <laughs> it just it, it was, just it, when they referenced the old man i think it's in the last second to last yeah. episode i was like oh that's the old man <laughs> yeah 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 like there there is yeah that was that whole thing too yeah that, that, like, that guy is that's who I was like oh that's oh that oh. whole thing and then the reveal at the end of the scene which I like I said I, I was I you kinda caught thought, on to it I thought so I was catching Hill, I was shocked I was like oh yeah shit. you were really shocked I was like no I kind of had a feeling because there were some things I started feeling like this seems actually a little- you know what I take that back during that dream sequence that was uh, that she has when she's out yeah the daughter when she's okay unconscious. you were catching that oh, yeah. yeah there was a little bit there I guess I, okay. now that I think about that okay. there is something that gives that but yeah I I'm very like you know I, I I'm a slow person anyways mm-hmm. so um you know there's there was even an episode probably in there there was hardly any action so they like said it is a slow burn for some folks i i really like a lot of slow burn i like that character development there was a lot of that in this very surprising by the time we got to the second or third episode i'm like this is not the show i thought i no, was getting and i'm not. very and, happy that it was <laughs> exactly, that exactly i'm very happy that it was because it has so much substance in it yep. um you know i don't know even if slow burn or not i don't know if necessarily if, if it is for everybody but um, man, just to be able to see guys like John Lithgow and Jeff go at it like the way they are, just especially you know towards the end how things kind of converge or whatever this that and the other, and you're like, man, this is 
Yeah. I mean, it's it's seriously, man. It's it's a great story from all the characters' different perspectives. It really is. And every character is really fleshed out. Every character is dealing with something that is kind of humanizing them. They've been in this business for a long time. You know, they've been doing this thing for a long time, working for the government, doing these shady ops and all this shit. But there's certain things going on in their lives that kind of humanize them a little mm-hmm. bit and give them some perspective. And yeah, you know, like you know, Jeff Ridges' character, he's the the operative. He's the guy that's behind enemy lines. He's the guy doing the dirty work. Man. Whereas, you know, uh, John Lithgow's character is more kind of like the bureaucrat. He's the guy that's like, you know, the yeah. guy behind a desk overseeing right. everything. And uh, they just have this 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 great dynamic. But then they also have this connection between them all. And like we we you know, I think like we saw it earlier in the first episode where John Lithgow is like. Kind of aiding Chase, you know, Jeff Bridges' character trying to like give him an out. And, you know, it doesn't pan out and that then way. And he calls him a different name, by the yeah, way. He does. Yes, he does. Which was, I was like, yeah. <laughs> what? I was like, who the hell is that? But then, yeah, it's right, like, right, right. but like the way that the, it, the, these are complex characters. And yeah. that's what I, that's what I was not expecting from the show. I was like, okay, cool. Uh, John Lithgow is going to channel Eric Quaylen from Cliffhanger and be super seedy and very yeah. intense. And Jeff Bridges is going to be fucking Liam Neeson from fucking yeah, Taken. No. no, we get some very fleshed out characters, complex characters, and there's a lot of dots to connect between them. But the story itself, it is not something that you can sit there and guess. Yeah, there's some things you can pick up on, like you and Jay Hill picked up on stuff, but there were some things where I was just like, man, I don't know where this is going. Yeah, I uh, um, a couple things. First of all, uh, I love realistic scenes when you've got a guy um, that the last episode, <laughs> yeah. the gentleman in the building, and he's clearing it out. Yep. Um, his entire manner is tactile. Tactile. The way he's watching the corners. Yep. The way he's going up going everything. Doors, everything door, yes. he was doing, I was like, they had somebody on site there that knew what Absolutely. the fuck he was doing. Absolutely. Because I, I was really, I love that choreography and that stuff. Because like, I, I want to say whatever Hemsworth did recently too. That that was like a, uh, whatever that was like uh, extraction. There was some stuff in there too. I was like, wow, this is done really. John good. Wick is the movie that really got me to appreciate like to like watch the way that kind of a... use handle guns, right? Like it's not like in you know Die Hard or anything. Right, 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 right. Like right. they're doing, they're being very. It's tactical. just something that you, yeah. For me, that was that pay attention to. For me, this is really random. Um, I got super, super Metal Gear, Phantom Pain vibes when he, uh, he's flashbacks. early. Those flashbacks when he's in the town, he's clearing stuff out. I'm like. Somebody might be a Metal Gear fan in here somewhere <laughs> because there's a, but there's a lot of there's, but it's not just then. Like if you start backing it up and start looking at everything, it's like, oh, I, he's kind of Solid Snake. He's kind of the Colonel. He's kind of Otacon. Yeah, like, yeah. So exactly. there's some interesting things there. So you know, there's some video game vibes in it, and it's maybe just because I have a video game mind about things all the time. But there was a lot of things that this show did when it came to those sort of things that I thought were extra and done really well and really brought in that immersion. And like you said, the characters have really amazing development, even. Uh, Allie there, like her character has yep. some crazy development. And, yeah. and and I think at the end of the day, the thing that probably, I mean, all that stuff is great, but what really draws me into the series, and it didn't happen as much later on, but it still sprinkled towards the last when he brings in the, the lady with him as well too, mm-hmm. is when he's giving explanations on things and the perspectives. How to do, how to do certain how things. How to be who he was yes. or who he is. That shit was deep. That man. stuff was fucking compelling as shit. Because yeah. I'm like, when he's talking, I'm like, okay. <laughs> How do I find the cracks in the armor? Right, right, right. Like reading faces and different stuff. I'm like, man. So I don't like. I don't know who wrote this show or who was involved in those levels, but it's one of those things where I kind of feel like I almost kind of want to dive a little bit and find out like where are these guys' backgrounds because 
I, I, like I said, every little element in this thing feels very well thought out, and yep. you don't see that too often. No. No, and, and yeah, you know, like, it, well, yeah, it absolutely was the napkin and the glass. That scene was, was fucking good. amazing. Yeah. But, but see, that's another scene where I like how Zoe brought a different perspective. That kind of put, yeah, like because like the way the way Chase is explaining this napkin scene, and you guys will see it if you watch. I'll try not to get into too much of it, but like he tries to explain this this thing with a napkin and how he operates and how he would handle his missions, and like he was very set in his way. He was very like very confident that Old this guy. is how you got to do it. But then Zoe, who is like this, you know, this character who brings a lot of perspective to him, she points something out and immediately he's just like, oh, like he doesn't say, it, but you, you, you understand. He's like, oh, shit, that is something I never thought about it from that perspective. And that's again, these are the types of scenes uh, that you would not get. The, the flashbacks are the types of scenes you wouldn't get f- well thought. Like, the flashback scenes are really fucking good. The the pacing of everything works Was very weird. well. And you don't get that if you try to make this a taken ripoff with just a lot At of all. mindless action. You, I am so glad that they opted away from that. Mm-hmm. It went with more of the character and story-driven stuff because it was way more compelling. And then mm-hmm. you let people like... Uh, Jeff Bridges and John Lithgow and Amy Brennan. The young version of Lithgow. Dude, that guy, like, like I like John, uh, I think it's Jonathan Beck is the guy who does, um, or Bill Heck does a, a, a good job at playing Jeff Bridges' character. Yeah. But the fucking guy who's doing John Lithgow's character. He even sounds like he him. He sounds like John Lithgow. And I thought for sure, I was like, like his, he's, he's got to be voice His voice mannerisms, everything. But no, that is him. And you're just like, he sounds like fucking John Crazy. Lithgow. Crazy. Everything, like everything yeah. was exceptionally well done. And I'm just like I'm so glad that I that we watch this and that we got more because, like, look, I want to see. I, I love watching older guys kick everyone's ass. I think it's great. But when you have talent like Jeff Bridges and John Lithgow, I want that talent utilized, and they fucking do a great job of it with this show. You know, if there was one thing that like, and I really, if this is my only gripe, <laughs> it's a testament how good to the show, good the show is. I would have loved, obviously, and I think everybody would have loved, but at the same time, it would have probably hurt the development of everyone else. I wanted more Lithgow-Bridges interaction, but you do get that towards the end. But at the same time, if you force that, you don't get a lot of the other right, stuff. Right, right, So right. I understand why they made that decision, but it was uh, the car scene with them in the last season was good. Between, yeah, it was yeah, really good. It was, I it was, that. Yeah, it was like... It was like uh, uh, so smooth, like it was like putting hot butter on a piece of toast without even blinking. And see, that I, entire scene was just like whoop, and the, how they interacted. I was like, the shootout scene in that in the car chase that he's talking about was fucking cool too, because it was all like one shot of Jeff Bridges out the window, and like even though you didn't see the impact, you knew where his bullets were hitting, and when the cars would wipe, yeah. out, you would just see that's a headshot. It was just like it was so cool. Like he was right. just so calm and collect. Yeah, it was insane. Yeah, like it, it was, was it was really good. I think season two you will see that. Oh, they have to be. I mean, at this point where the story is, I, they're they're in it together now. Yeah. Like they're both kind of on the lamb is the way that I'm going to interpret this right now. Mm-hmm. And so now they're going to have to work together. But you guys, if you get a chance, watch this fucking show on Hulu or FX or wherever you can watch that stuff. It's again. Don't let the the marketing fool you. This is not like a balls of the wall action movie. There is good action when it does get there, but this is an espionage thriller with a lot of layers to it and a lot of character development. And you got two of the better, best actors of our time, you know, doing a lot of the heavy lifting, and they do a great job. And it it is definitely definitely worth a watch. Ain't a lie. Ain't no lie, baby. Bring on season two. I'm ready. I'm very. I want to see what Chase and Hopper are up to. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Make a video game of it. You know what they did? It's called Metal Gear. I know. It's fucking awesome, man. Yeah. 
All right, Tone, on to the final topic and probably the biggest topic of the night. It might even be the biggest topic of the year Of still. the year. Probably. I don't think anyone else is doing this right now. Tone, Yeah. we called it last week. We said, you know what? The Cuddles Classic Final Four is going to be a tight one. As a barn burner. It's going to be a barn burner. As they say. And, uh, dude, it, it, was. it this was. This came down to zero hour. Literally. Literally came down to zero hour. Yes. Uh, so obviously we had, uh, on the left bracket, it was Conair versus the rock. The, what was it? The, the father and the son yes. of the Holy Trinity. And on the right side of the bracket, we had face off versus national treasure. The dark horse of this tournament, national treasure, the Cinderella story of this tournament. And Tone, mm-hmm. we now know our final matchup. We know the final matchup. The Father and the Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm. The Rock versus Faceoff for the championship. We'll take a look at that left bracket and the votes how it panned out. I thought Conair had a shot. I thought Conair was going to shock the world and come out on top over the Rock. I liked the Rock. I think it's a more polished film. I think there's there's better acting. I think it's a bit, a, a tighter story. Right. But there's just something, something about Con Air that I fucking love. It's it's a goofy ass Nick Cage. Cameron Poe has the worst accent in the history of movies. And you know I'm I'm a rock guy over the two. Con Air falls just short. 10 to 14, again, in the zero hour. Zero hour. Your, your, your tag this morning really kicked the bees Dude, a lot, of, a lot of people started tuning in really fast. Really fast this morning before the 9 o'clock uh, closing of the polls. But The Rock pulls out the win, knocking off number 9. or I'm sorry, number 9 knocks off number 13, Conair. A fine run These by These were Conair. close for all week. Like, These all were, week has been, been close. They were going back and forth. Like, nonstop. They were going back and forth. So, congrats to The Rock. It represents the left side of the bracket, mm-hmm. the father of the Holy Trinity. On the right side, Tone, we've seen National Treasure. Kick names and take asses. Take asses. First, they <laughs> knocked off Mandy, my favorite. You know, my dark horse. I wanted Mandy mm-hmm. to make a long mm-hmm. run. Upset there. Willie's Wonderland, I felt, was a tall order, but I... I Willie's Willie's had an opportunity. Will, Willie's had an opportunity. Willie's it, actually performed better, better than we probably than thought. Mandy did. It performed yeah. better than Mandy. That's did. fair. But at the end of the day, it just wasn't enough. National Treasure moved on, but then National Treasure drew the card. They mm-hmm. had to play the Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm. They had to go up against Faceoff and Tone. Mm-hmm. This literally went down to the last moment. Mm-hmm. National Treasure gets bumped fourteen to thirteen. Mm-hmm. At the last 10 minutes. Tied and back and forth all week. All week you went back and forth. All week. One more here. One more there. One more here. Back and forth. But face off. Edges. National Treasure by one vote. One fucking vote. Incredible performance by National Treasure. And I know, you know, look, it's obvious there's people who are fans of National Treasure. I like National Treasure. I mean, I don't have an issue with National You've Treasure. You've never seen it. I have seen it. I haven't seen the second one. I don't want to see the second one. Oh, okay. One. I heard the second Maybe one's the booty. second one, yeah, okay. Uh, but, like, like, look, man, it was it, it was intense. It was exciting. 
Uh, you can demand a recount. I'm just going to send you a photo of all the votes. We can, can go send talk you all the votes. You can talk to the people who voted. Yeah, yeah. You but you're not, gonna, you're not going to get it. Yeah, Crash, you bought Morbius on Blu-ray, man. I don't care what you got to think about this. Damn it. If I had to sit there and watch Conair lose, I needed something, and I got it. I got face-off. I, I voted for face-off, mm-hmm. and I'm glad she won. Um, but here we are, Tone. Now we are at the championship. And, no, a reminder, there will not be a show next week. I'm going to be out of town on family vacation. Uh, so there won't be any show next week. So the voting will last for two weeks. I implore every one of you to watch Face Off and The Rock. You have two weeks. Watch two weeks. them both. Just watch them. And see which one. I'm pretty sure some of you might have uh, not watched Face Off, but that's other. I digress. <laughs> I, I don't know if I trust them. Uh, now, look, uh, right now, half ass is Face Off is taken. You know, I, I do like Face Off's chances, but, you know, I didn't like The Rock's chances against Con Air. Well, I mean, to be fair, a lot of this wasn't overly predictable up up until the last week here. So, and we see. I mean, people are talking. I mean, right now we see Rock, we see Face Off. I mean, this is already making me wonder. This this could be the closest one. This might be. This might. This is going to be a top flight matchup. I'm really curious to see where this goes. No recount. <laughs> Crash. I'll show you the screens. You bought Morbius. I'll show you the votes, man. It's not. It's not like it's hidden. I can show you that. Half ass makes a good point. If it can beat National Treasure, it can beat anything. I mean, Face Off. I mean, I would say right now, Face Off is probably the front runner. But I am not going to count on. There's the Rock. a lot of people that love The Rock. I know Forge Hammer is a huge fan of The Rock for one. Yeah. You know, that's it, his favorite of the four. I, I just. I, everyone should watch these two movies. You have two weeks. Sit down, watch them all. They're both. <laughs> Great action movies. They're they're cage at his peak when it comes to action. Uh, I, I don't know, man. I don't even know which way I'm gonna go. take his face. I'm Caster Troy. I'm Caster Troy. I don't know, dude. I mean, if if gun to my head right now, if I had to just guess, I'm leaning face off. But I'll watch The Rock again. I hey, you know what? I'm game either way. So at this point, I'll definitely be watching these both in the last. Uh, in, in the next couple of weeks, I got them both on DVD or somewhere, or I'll just—I'm sure they're free on something. But oh, I'm sure they're free for streaming because everything's all packed away. But um, you know, yeah. Again, uh, what a what a wild voting this this final four is. It's definitely been pretty crazy. We to had, see this. I mean, up until this final four, we haven't had too many close matches. Not I mean, they were like mostly this. like like and, and not just one. Two. It was both going on to today. Yeah, it was. Uh, you should watch a stream for both movies since it's down to the finals. I mean, if they're on Amazon Prime, that would be kind of cool to do. I will check that out. Yeah, I'll see if totally. it's on Prime. And if not, maybe I can find a way to uh, work my Apple TV through uh, right. HDMI splitter to run to the Discord. Cool. Um, so the, I don't know about all that, it's but illegal. whatever. It's cool. But yeah. I, I I do know that uh, <laughs> the Rock. Yeah, everybody thinks it's the Rock movie, right? 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 Uh, Rock is pretty much my own, the only Michael Bay film that I do enjoy. I don't know. I know some of the stuff that he's made, and I certainly don't like them. But uh, the first Transformers was wasn't terrible. It was okay at best. No, I wouldn't say good. It was definitely. I wish he wouldn't have done it, but there was a lot of things in it that I that I could take away that I did enjoy. But after the first one, it really it just it just nose dived. Yeah, it was bad. Um, But uh, you know, it's for kids or whatever. So whatever. But um. Either way, no, I'm I'm really excited to see this next one uh, because I think this is actually this could be tighter. I don't know, I, who knows? We have I know where weeks. my vote lays already, personally. Um, and these are my two. I mean, these are my top two favorite of Nicolas Cage's action films or just films in general. Well, 
I shouldn't say that because like his his like I'm really into Color Out of Space and something yeah, pig clearly. Stuff. Yeah, is it you know, stuff? but I guess it was older stuff. Are we still are we calling that the Unholy Trinity still? Well, I think so. Willie's Wonderland, Mandy, and Colorado Space. Well, didn't he, somebody said the 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 Holy Trinity? Yeah, the Unholy Trinity. Unholy Trinity. That's what Half-Ass said. I, I, I like that. I a lot. think that's a brilliant idea. I like the Unholy I Trinity. A I think lot. that is fucking brilliant. I think that's really good because they all. I think they're, they all fall apart, fall there underneath that umbrella. I think they would all work. You know, if I think another one that could possibly sneak into an Unholy like Trinity or, or maybe four movies is Mom and Dad because that is kind of like that. Just way out there, kind of like some cosmic. It just weird feels. Stuff going it, Mom on. and Dad feels like such a like standalone indie. Like, I don't know. Mm. Like it, but but I feel like yeah. I th- feel like Willie's Mandy and um, Color, Color of Space. Space is a perfect like unholy trilogy. I no, think that I just, like that. Half ass. That's fucking that shit, dude. That's fucking neat. So I'm um, really excited uh, to like I said to move on to see what's gonna happen in two weeks. We, you know, voting will be up here soon. Probably. That'll be uh, l- uh, voting will go live tomorrow. Okay, if you remember, he's gonna be up live tomorrow. Oh, you're not too drunk tonight. Never mind. <laughs> That should be okay. Um, be I do. Right. Have a, so I know we're kind of winding down. Did now I sent you a link yesterday in the Discord. Did you prep that? Did we, I forgot to mention that to you because uh, we got something that goes live. Are we going to talk about that? The survey? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, okay, we're going to talk good. about that right now. I, did, I was I was almost like, is he going to close out the? Thing no, 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 no. We're okay. gonna we're gonna we're gonna finish okay, with that discussion. Look, okay, so, good. Um, to hint at week, that. To hint at that. Uh, Tone uh, and I talked about how um, you know because we're going to be off next week, so we want to obviously give you guys and girls some time to do this. But uh, we have a survey prepped, and we'll have it in the Discord. Um, and we would really, really, really like your feedback now. Look, I, I, we don't expect you to write a novel for all the answers, but you know, if you're watching Banter and Babble on a weekly basis and or listening uh, on Spotify or iTunes or watching the VODs on YouTube or Facebook, whatever, we really want to hear from you. We need to hear from you. Um, and we have a, a Survey Monkey set up where Tone has put down a, a, a list of questions, uh, and we want your honest answers on it so, because we want to be able to – look at this show objectively and be able to spot things that maybe are good or not good or need some work. We're not, we will never sit here and get complacent and just be like, yeah, this is perfect. We want to continue to grow. We want to continue to evolve and create a show that you really want to be a part of and watch every single week. We appreciate your support. We appreciate you being here. And we're just asking you between now and the next show, which will not be next Wednesday, but the following Wednesday. So you have two weeks. We will have in the Discord a link to the Survey Monkey or the Survey through Survey Monkey. Uh, if you could take some time out of your day, maybe wait till the end of the day, maybe wait till the weekend. You know, you don't have to do it. Don't do it during the work week. You know, that's that's tough to do. You get home, you don't want to fucking do a survey. I get it. But if you're getting shit based on a Friday night and you're feeling blunt, honest, that's a good time to do a survey. Uh, Tone will have the link in the Discord, and we'll make sure we uh, we let you guys and girls know in the door. Discord will notify everybody. But if you could, please take this survey, answer the questions as honestly as you can. You are not going to hurt our feelings. Okay, that's the most important thing. We need any criticisms that you have. We need to hear about it. We want to continue to grow as a show, and we want to improve. We, we, I, I can't tell you how much we appreciate it when people come on and be like, hey, have you thought about trying this or maybe cut back on this? We've, we've heard that before in the past, and we're going to just throw this out here again. We want to hear you guys and girls and what you think of the show. And when we put that link out, you know. What's hit, the, hit the Discord real quick. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. If you're not in the Discord. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you're not in the Discord, which you should be, there's the link. 
get in there, click on that, and we'll have the link in the chat probably tomorrow or the next day or whatever those days. But we Maybe will notify everybody uh, of when of when it's available. So you don't want slightly satisfied as every answer. No, no, no. We 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 want blunt honesty. Yeah, it's it's actually so it is it is a, a written format. So there is some work involved if you have the time to do it. Uh, it's not multiple choice. It's not anything like that. I mean, I could have done that, but that's more time consuming. I feel like that's uh, also challenging your intelligence. So um, I, it's a max of 10 questions. Some of them have double questions that might just require a small little piece of it. But um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, you, you just got to figure it out, Crash. I don't know. Go by Morbius. Um, it, no. it, it is anonymous. It is anonymous. It, it comes is. back to us anonymously. Yeah, yeah, it is anonymous. And then what we're going to do is once, uh, like, once we come back, uh, not next Wednesday, but the following Wednesday, we're going to do a giveaway live uh, in the Discord. We'll have it in the Discord for everyone that participates, or not everyone who participated, but just for the Discord in general. Uh, and we'll do a giveaway in there to show our support and appreciation for that. But, yes, it's anonymous. You won't, All we're going to do is see the feedback. Uh, more dick for every answer. Yes. Thanks, half hour. I that's what see I shouldn't read everything. You're good at reading. I know, man. I'm like you. Ron Burgundy. You put it up on the teleprompter, he's gonna read everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyways, uh no, we would really appreciate it. We want to hear from you. Sound off, hit us with the facts, hit us with the truths, and we would really, really appreciate it. Replace the co-host. The current one constantly brings up a movie I bought. Hey, he's a fucking scum. I'm trying to be your financial advisor. He's trying to help you save money. Y- you bought Morbius, but you haven't watched John Wick. I mean, what the fuck? I mean, I kind of agree with him, Crash. It's not just the co-host. It's, oh, wow, it's, wow, wow. it's everybody on this side of the table, bro. Anyways, check out the survey. It'll be in the Discord. Watch The Rock. Watch Face Off. Mm-hmm. You have two weeks to get your votes in. Those polls will go live tomorrow. And uh, yeah, man, that's that's pretty much uh, that's pretty much all I got. What do, what do you got? Anything? Just the usual. You know, we appreciate everybody being here. We appreciate you out in the socials, sharing, retweeting, uh, all that sort of stuff on Facebook. Uh, whether it's on Twitter, we hit 500 subscribers this week on YouTube. If you have not yet found us on YouTube, I was gonna put that command. That's one of the commands I said I thought it was something I forgot. Maybe not to you. <laughs> Uh, check us out on YouTube. Find Banter and Babble. We're out there as well, too. That's where we keep Evergreen as well, too. If you prefer maybe watching on there and didn't realize we have it, that's where you can find all our past stuff as well, too. But, you know, as always, we appreciate your support. All that little stuff, whether you're on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor, if you're out there leaving reviews, giving us five stars, giving us stars you think we deserve. Oh, shout out to Tom Lesh, Jay-Z99, for commenting on Spotify. He answered one of the questions on there. Thanks. uh, Thanks, Jay-Z. That's awesome, man. Super easy to do. I asked uh, the question uh, on last week's Spotify was, what's your favorite Debbie, uh, little Debbie uh, item? And he answered. And, dude. Oh, don't. Zebra. That's not any different than the fucking goddamn <laughs> Christmas cake. We appreciate you, Tom, but uh, he, he not, not so much the answer, bro. Fifteen other fucking choices. <laughs> that's what you chose, bro. Come on. But hey, we appreciate yeah, we you appreciate on you. Spotify. That's oh, Cherry comes on the Christmas trees. We're gonna wrap things up before you Shock. trigger this guy. Um, but no, seriously, like he said, uh, sharing, mm-hmm. liking, sharing commenting, five star reviews. You know, if we deserve it, that stuff helps our show get exposure. And we appreciate each, each and every one of you. Uh, again, no show next Wednesday, but we'll be back the following Wednesday with the final results of the Nick Cage uh, tourney. Also, Bullet Train. We're going to go check out Bullet Choo-choo. Train with Brad Pitt. That'll be out uh, next weekend. So maybe that weekend, Tony and I will go over. Sneak I mean, we are going to go see that shit. That shit looks I mean, fucking amazing. Brad amazing. Pitt. The guy's dreamy as fuck. He's so dreamy. 
So we'll be checking out Bullet Train. And then also, uh, what else? There was just a trailer uh, that does Sandman come out on the 5th? Yeah, it's August 5th. Is it August 5th? When Sandman, is that when that show starts? And it'll probably be a whole series drop, too. Oh, boy. I just I declare this show a five star review. Hey man, go on iTunes. Make cherry, sure you, you hit cherry, that. Make sure. Cherry. You are a true <laughs> cherry. Low hanging fruit. By the way, did you see the meme of uh uh was it Ed Norton talking to Brad Pitt and somebody yes. said after all still these years still talks, still talks himself. himself. <laughs> I thought that was pretty entertaining and clever. So whoever created that, kudos yeah, to you. Little fight club reference. That was that was great. I enjoyed that. So but no, we appreciate everything you guys do, that feedback, that sharing, everything. And then yes. Get in that Discord. Watch for that. I'll probably get the survey out either tonight or tomorrow. Uh, that way you can all take it. And like I said, there's a little bit of work involved because we were looking for answers. Yeah, take your time for it. Don't, but, you know, if yes. you can't get to it tonight or, you know, wait for the weekend. You know, I don't want right. – everyone's got lives and stuff, and I'd rather you schedule it around a time where it works for you and so you can give us some honest answers. Yeah, we just want to make sure that we can adapt, and if we need to make some tweaks, you are the ones to tell us. So. Yeah, that's the only way we're going to get better, y'all, is mm-hmm. if you sound off and let us know. So that's going to do it for tonight's show. No show next Wednesday, but we'll be back on August. Uh, I don't know. Well, the 5th is a Friday. 6th, 7th, 8th, 9th, 10th. We'll be back on August 10th, Yes. 9 p.m. Eastern, Twitch, Facebook, YouTube, and the next day on Spotify, iTunes, and everywhere else. For Fanboy Tone, I'm the Dude 79 Thank you so much for tuning in tonight. We will see you in two weeks. Be safe. Good night, everybody.